All right, everyone. Welcome to Dungeon Stories, episode eight. Happy Easter! It's Easter for us. It won't be Easter for you when you listen to the episode, <laughs> but <laughs> it is for us. Um, so I'm Norin. I'm your dungeon master. I'm Eva, and I play Lyle, a human ranger. My name is Courtney, and I play Ave. She is a wood elf druid, circle of the shepherd. Um, my name is Jake. Yeah. Uh, Libby, human, life, doing cleric. Good job. Um, I'm Courtney, playing Elena, the uh, Aladrin fighter druid vampire. <laughs> I'm Bailey, I'm playing Diana, the tiefling divine sorcerer. It's, it's been, we, we took a week off on our recordings, and so we're a little... Rusty. Yeah, so to, we're still trying to get into the, in the swing of things here. Um, but to recap the last session, um, after defeating the Beholder Felderails uh, in his sunken lab beneath the ocean outside of the city of Oyateglos, you reclaimed the Nine Eyes of Felderails, the relic of the ancient that you were after, uh, the purpose for your journey into that lab, teleported back to the Dancing Dragon and uh, spent a day in Dornak for um, accomplishing various errands, um, and learning a lot about one another. <laughs> maybe maybe more so than you wanted to in some cases, but um, after you took a, sort of a day off in Dornak Firth, you teleported back into the lab of Felderails and used his um, established portals to teleport yourself to the Plane of Fire in search of Scorchlight Devastator, the next relic of the ancients. That you're after. Uh, after appearing in the city of Brass, you made your way to the Cinderforge stronghold where you met uh, Ruzan, who was an Afrit uh, who owned a sort of museum full of various curiosities and creatures and very powerful magic items. Um, and he has Scorchlight the Devastator on his hip. <laughs> like a band-aid, just over there. Yes! <laughs> Thank you, audience. Okay. Um, he agreed that he would, he would give you Scorchlight the Devastator on one condition if you brought him back a phoenix to add to his collection, to his museum, that he would give you the sword. Because more than anything, he wants that phoenix. We should just paint the board. And we had the two. It's not the same. <laughs> <laughs> Light it on fire. <laughs> um, so you guys boarded the ship of Captain Jormund um, and set off towards uh, set off on the Sea of Fire, this uh, ocean of lava in the elemental plane of fire. Set off on the sailing ship to make your way towards the Phoenix's lair to take it. Whatever that means yeah. oh, to you. <laughs> so, um, following a battle with some pirates, oh. that's fire pirates. Yeah, um, I understood. <laughs> you, um, <laughs> Abe, sinking their brass ship with a bolt of lightning. That's fantastic. Turns out electricity conducts through metal. <laughs> <laughs> devastating. Who knew? Yeah, devastating. <laughs> The crew of that ship entirely and uh, sinking it to the bottom of this ocean of lava. Um, your ship continues on 
sailing deeper and deeper into the sea of fire. Um, we are using Sword Coast soundscapes in our game, <laughs> and they are making ambient noise for us, and they're very cool. You should check out Sword Coast soundscapes on YouTube. Now, let's play. We're also all using D&D Beyond. Definitely check it out. Oh, yeah. They don't sponsor us, We're but we like them anyways. We, we wish. We don't have any sponsors, but <laughs> we, have a lot of, we have a lot of things we like. <laughs> D&D Beyond and Sword, Sword Coast Soundscapes are two of those things that we really like. Yeah. Are all of us now using it? Yeah. yeah. Jake is the last one. Yeah. We, we, we have converted everyone. Fuck pen and paper. Yeah. This is, this is more environmentally friendly. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Ooh, we, pen and paper we love. Yes. Also. We would like a sponsorship from pen and paper. Just actually. as a general. Dr. <laughs> Mifflin, where you at? Yeah, I also have my character sheets on paper as well. So. Also, Courtney's dice might be cursed today. So. Okay. <laughs> Alright, so you guys are on the ship that is sailing uh, deeper into the Sea of Fire. Um, again, this the temperature here is like suffocating the pot. And well, um, except for us. Lyle and Lizzie yeah. have the. So you guys have the amulets of comfort, which are radiating like a five foot bubble of uh, average temperature around you. And Ave was oh, managed for the air conditioner. So if it's radiating five feet, if you got close to them, would you get in that bubble? Um, with the way that, that five feet works is just like they're no. square. You know what oh, I mean? But like, what if you were like attached? <laughs> yeah, what if I married Diana? <laughs> well, Diana I'm, doesn't need it. Yeah, I'm fine. Oh, I have fine. What if I carried Ave? <laughs> what if you carried me? No. You know, <laughs> Libby. Um, I mean, I guess because technically you'd be in the bubble, but as soon as like fighting broke out or something, I don't know. Well, probably I just mean, like, I might be inconvenient for you to carry me. <laughs> but, like if it gets really, you know. If it, if it comes down to it, you, you could probably do it as a last resort. But while we still have some of the resistance potions that Ave brewed, I think it's probably not necessary. Yeah. <laughs> um, but whatever you guys want to do. Um, but yeah, so you, um, extremely hot here. It's very good that you have those resistance potions or the natural resistance or the amulets because not only are you sailing on a sea made out of molten lava. Um, it's also just naturally hot here. The, everything in this uh, plane of existence that you're on is made out of fire in some way, whether it's like hardened into an obsidian-like material or um, like the clouds in the sky made of like volcanic ash. Uh, one way or another, everything here represents elemental fire. Um, the boat that you're on is made of brass, and that's how it is able to withstand the heat. Um, that's a kind of a primary building material. You notice that in the city of brass, aptly named, because <laughs> brass is one of the only building materials that can survive here. Um, so as you guys are sailing on this ship, um, let's go ahead and make some rolls to see how well you can help out the crew. After the fight? Yeah, after the fight, to kind of get things back in working order and back on track. Are these um, ability checks? Yeah, and these are going to be based on the roles that you had. Uh, so if it's charisma, I get disadvantage, right? 
Because I'm still cursed. Oh, yeah. I cursed you. No, I think you. you dropped the curse. Well, I can't yeah. drop. Once you're cursed, you're... Oh. You're well, that was really rude of you. That was a knife feeling in your back there. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of hurts. Oh, wait. Hang on. Maybe not. I thought if you just, like, dropped concentration on it or something. That's what I'm... Duration. Concentration up to... Yeah, so yeah, I think so you're you good. stopped concentrating oh, okay. on it. Um, did you guys happen to write down the roles that you are on the ship in your like notes on your I know that I'm the bosun. I'm the first one. Is that a thing? I just know. Oh, yeah, you are. Okay. Yeah, you're good. Uh, Lyle's the, the captain. captain. Libby's the quartermaster. Okay. I'm the medic. We, we just know. know. We yeah, you medicine. know. That's fine. I just. What am I? <laughs> if, we, if we don't have it written down, then Thank you. it's good that you have them in your brain. Um, I'm captain, my captain. Okay, so uh, Libby, why don't you go ahead and make a survival check? Helping to navigate and get things back on. I have a really good feeling about green today. Well, so do I add anything to it or do I? Uh, yeah, it's a survival check. So add your survival. Oh. It's been a while. We're, we're relearning how to play the game. Um, and then I cast. I'm gonna use guidance. And then so I can add it. Damn. Good. Nineteen. What? I thought it was way higher than that. Well, because I. Oh, so that's I, a ten. It yeah. looks like a nineteen from here. No. <laughs> no. Okay, it's not as not as offensive as Green was nine. Well, when you said then you said you cast guidance, and I was like, you don't even need it. You rolled a nineteen. <laughs> but no, okay, uh, nineteen. Yeah, um, you're at, you managed to help uh, Yorman kind of get things uh, back aligned, and you're uh, calling out the people who are maneuvering the steering or kind of helping them orient. I'm getting um, like really into it. I'm like adopting their pirate language and just being like, argh! Oh uh, Diana, why don't you go ahead and make a medicine check as you help the crew who's recovering from uh, kind of coughing out the smoke in their lungs and stuff like that. Really bad. Well, then trade. Well, that's what I was saying earlier. I mean, if Diana wants to. Well, what does the first mate do? I'm not good at a lot I of things. Don't. Um, the first mate kind of helps motivate the crew and stuff, so it's like charisma checks. Oh, See, like, this is what I've been saying the whole time. Trained. Can we but, have traded? Because we would have known. Yeah, sure, you guys okay, can trade. Okay, so should sure. I make the medicine check? Yeah, sure. Okay, I'll, okay. I've been saying After watching you do really badly, we're like 16. Okay, okay, yeah, that's pretty good. You help um, kind of. Uh, I have a plus 10 to medicine. Remembering the time that you spent like uh, with your mother in. In your camp and stuff like that, helping out, you managed to help um, the oh, sailors who are afflicted by this uh, choking fog kind of come out of it and help them breathe easy again. Uh, Lyle, why don't you go ahead and make um, an athletics check to steer the ship? Six. Six. <laughs> not great. Not great. Yeah, <laughs> um, thank you, you for informing me. <laughs> just in case you were wondering, six is not a high number. Wow. Oh my god. Thank you. <laughs> Didn't know. As you're pushing right on now. the steering rudder, um, you feel kind of a more resistance than you did before from the lava here, and you kind of slip, and you're not sure if maybe it's still. Because you're overcoming like that racket cough from the uh, from the ash and fog, the but really you can't. Over. You're having a hard time steering this boat, harder than you have 
previously. Just like everything in my life. Um, Elena, why don't you go ahead and make an athletics check um, to help kind of pound the brass back into place and repair some of the holes that were struck by the ballista. Fifteen. That's pretty good. Yeah. So you. Um, so like this the the Azer, the fire dwarves that you are on the ship with, with the brass skin and the fiery hair and beards, um, they you realize they're a lot stronger than they look because they're cutting up these huge, huge like, war hammers and just pounding them into the sides of the brass, buffing it back into place. Um, and as you go and grab one of these hammers as well, at first you kind of strain a little bit and then just overcome and just start pounding away, uh, beating the ship back into place. Yeah. Um, and Diana, why don't you go ahead and make um, charisma check? You can do intimidation or persuasion, your choice, um, to help like motivate the crew and uh, candidate orders. Oh, this is very intimidating. Eleven. Eleven. Decent enough. Um, not Most most of the crew. Don't take me seriously. Yeah, like they have a hard time. Um, I'm taller than them. I've got like three inches on them. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so they, I mean, there are those who like listen and take your orders seriously, and there are others who are like, this is a child. Yeah, this is a child. I'm going to be with that group making fun of her. (laughs) Um, But ultimately, you guys did uh, well. I think you only had one fail. So, you guys are. But you guys managed to get the ship uh, back in working order and back on course. Um, anything you guys want to do on this ship? Yes, I have something. Okay. That <laughs> <laughs> sound like urgent. Well, I before the fight I was just cursed, <laughs> so I think that needs to be addressed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go to the train. Does it though? <laughs> Cursed you. You imagine that. You were asleep. <laughs> I, I think you misunderstood the situation. So I'm gonna find Livy whenever like it doesn't matter. Just find him at a moment he's not doing something too important. So Yeah, once you guys kind of get the ship back into order and back on course, then they don't need you as much because they do have a full crew on board. Um, so you guys are free to meet up. Libby! You can't run. <laughs> you can't run. You can't go very far in the ship. Jumps out the window. <laughs> Into lava. Just imitators. Um, yo. I think we need to talk. Yeah, you're probably right. I'm gonna like lean down. We should find a private place. I don't think I trust you. <laughs> That's fair. Elena! We need more people. (laughs) More people for what? Diana's gonna tell me all of her secrets about how she's connected to the pale man. I don't care. (laughs) But she doesn't want to be alone with me after I cursed her this morning. Oh, okay. Okay. Let's go to the room. Okay, so you guys go back to your quarters on the ship. 
while we're having this conversation, once we get into the quarters, I'm going to take out my disguise kit and I'm going to start making myself look like a sailor, like a pirate, like Jack okay. Sparrow. Go ahead, and make red hair. Not gonna fit in. Go ahead and make a dexterity check, and you can add your proficiency to it. Well, um, dexterity check. Yeah. <laughs> Last time you tried to disguise yourself, we didn't do too great. We all know. Oh wait, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna. I'm gonna use guidance because I can do it after I roll too. Oh, I was hoping it was oh. eleven. Eleven. Is that plus your proficiency? I don't have. You're not proficient in it. Dexterity. I have a zero. No, dexterity. in your in Are you disguise kit though. Oh yeah. I'm, yeah. Yeah. And you get to add your dexterity or your uh, proficiency. proficiency. So four, I believe. Oh! Oh! Okay, um, I've been doing this wrong, guys. Uh, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. 15, okay. Um, yeah, pretty decent. It's better than the fortune teller look. Yeah. Um, you kind of, uh, like, grime yourself up a little bit. Um, you're able to make a fairly realistic-looking, like, 5 o'clock shadow. Okay. But if someone touches him... I mean, it'll wipe off. It's just makeup, yeah. So, Diana... Where do you want to start? It's like coffee oh grounds and gasoline for the for the five o'clock shadow. Oh my god. <laughs> um. Okay. First, I want to ask you mm-hmm. why you cursed me and why you didn't just ask me. Well, first of all. <laughs> um, that is a very good, um, very good. Because uh, I mean, I would have just told you. Well, like none of you guys have ever asked me before, so because like I think you guys didn't care. I mean, like, because the last time I brought it up, you tried to run away and join a pirate ship. Well, you told so... me that the family was coming for me, so I ran away. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of a scary thing to tell a child. Yeah, that's true. So, <laughs> like, probably my bad. Probably shouldn't have done that. Um. <laughs> Looking back, hindsight, you know, it's 2020. Oh my God, You know, you've traveled with me a while, Diana. I'm kind of a, a do something and it's not really well thought out first type of person. I know. Um, so I'm sorry, it won't happen again. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I think that was just, it was poor planning. On my part, you know, like if you're gonna curse a friend, probably shouldn't get caught, and then also you probably shouldn't curse a friend. So yeah, probably the latter was the yeah, better. It's like I can hear. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate if you didn't curse me again because I kind of need that to cast magic. That. <laughs> yeah. Well, I just I was, I think the thing is I was just really I was really worried about you and the pale man, and I didn't want to like. I was hoping I could do it in a way where you wouldn't notice, because I was just a little worried. I kind of notice magic, because I do magic. (laughs) You know. So you should tell us about the panel, man. So, anyways. Okay, um, should I just, like, start at the very beginning of everything, or... Well, so what were you doing? Diana, you don't have to tell us anything if you don't feel comfortable, because really, it's none of our business. Do I get the feeling that you want to know or that you actually don't care? 
I legit let's go. Um, feel like you should do what you want to do. But so I don't get the feeling like you want to know anything or that you don't care. It's, yeah, it's not that I don't care or that I really want to know. It's that Elena is a very secretive person and doesn't like to tell people her business, so she doesn't expect anyone else to tell her their business either. Um. Well, I feel comfortable telling you guys everything, though I don't know how important it all is. Well, it's up to you if you want to tell us or not, so. Do, should we get... Ave or Lyle, or does it even matter? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> it's up to you, Diana. <laughs> we have decided that we are at our room we're and we're chilling. Room. We're living our best lives. Okay. You know, we're so just hanging out. Right. We're having a good time. So you don't care about hearing my backstory? Well, it's up to you whether you. I mean, it's yeah, your you choice. This is your That's just where we are. Yeah. If you want to come get us, the I'm asking Ave and uh, Lily. If they think we should. Elena? Elena, yes. Oh, okay. We haven't played in a while. Um, <laughs> I... Do you think it's important for them to know? I'm gonna pretend to be... Maybe, I think... <laughs> Jake Quinn. He would probably want you to go get them. To go pick up an order of food. Yes. So. But I... He'll be back in town. Say to you what you want to do. I don't care. I know we all every, we all know everything about each other except for Lyle. All right, fuck it. Let's make it a party. Let's go get him. Okay. Okay. So I go and I knock on your guys' door. I guess I'll go open it. Okay. Let's try that. Hey. Nice. Guys. I say hi. Scratch <laughs> 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 that. Lyle said that was Eva. Hi. Lyle, really chill out.
Well, I'm not sure exactly how it happened because I was always locked away in my room. But we stopped worshiping Mercuria because a new, more, and the true God oh, no. came. Um, the pale man, the caster. He was. He, I was. It was explained to me that Mercuria was false and we had been lied to, and mm-hmm. that the pale man had come and he was a, the true God, and that he was going to free us all. And and I needed to use my abilities to help him. And so I did use my abilities to help him. But then one day I snuck out of my room and I saw him. Uh, he was covered in blood and he had this sword that was, was like a snake and it had smoke and it was dripping with blood. And I kind of realized that that's not what gods do. That's kind of more what monsters do. And I realized that something was wrong. So I ran away and meeting Libby, I realized that I've been doing bad things for him, and I guess he wants me for some reason. I don't know why, though. I don't know why he would want me, because he seems to be doing just fine before I was helping him, and seems to be doing even better without me helping him, because I don't really know. That was a lot. Thank you for sharing that with us. Yeah. Um, I have to do something. <laughs> what do you want me to do? So, okay, let me just, I'm just trying to think about this for a minute. Well, I mean, nothing's really changed. We're still going to get yeah. all of the things. We're still going to go and try to defeat him effectively so that he's not spreading lies about his deityness. Yeah. I'm sorry that you went through so much shit. That's pretty awful. I just feel bad for the part I played. Mm, Don't feel bad. (laughs) You're young. But I, 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 he's very convincing mm-hmm. with, in telling you that he is the, the god you should worship. So, can't really blame people for believing in him. Because mm-hmm. it's not always your tactics. And it's not your fault what happened. You're just a kid. Yeah. Good people do bad things all the time. Well, I told him where to go for a lot of his stuff. That's what I did. Like, his stuff as in the ancient weapons? No, uh, oh, okay. where to go <laughs> recruit mm-hmm. new members. Oh, okay. Um, How did you decide which towns he would go to? Uh, you had... I, I had visions... Uh, the places you needed to go to. I would see it, I would tell them, and then they would go. And I was told that it was to rid them of corruption of the false deities. Do you know who was, like, how you were getting these visions? Mm, Nope. I've always had visions. I haven't had them anymore. So. You haven't had any visions? Anymore. I think it's because I 
did bad stuff for him. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I sent him. It was only for a few weeks, but I did tell him to go to a lot of different places. Have you tried talking to like your goddess? Mercurcia? Yeah. Well, no. Maybe you should. I don't really know how this religion thing works, but it sounds like it works for some people. <laughs> Libby's always talking. I'll be get some so. cool shit. So I'm just saying. <laughs> it's true, I do. <laughs> it might be worth it to try. I don't know. I feel like when you aid in the destruction of other people's temples and towns and stuff, you don't get forgiven. I think it depends depends on the god or the goddess, really. And what their alignment is. You were just a child and you were being manipulated. So I think that that is a forgivable Okay, maybe you should uh, help her figure out how to like pray or do some <laughs> shit. Maybe uh, like, yeah, light some incense, light some candles, like maybe like a little prayer circle for you guys. Like maybe some waving arms yeah. or something. Okay, you guys really don't understand religion, first of all. And no, second no, of no, all, no, I can no. try to teach her some stuff, but it's really not up to me. It's up to whoever she was worshipping if they want to contact her. And unless that person was now my goddess, Tawinda, well, maybe not now, I don't know how persuasive I'm going to be. Well, maybe when we get yeah. out of hell. <laughs> <laughs> We're technically not in hell. Okay, but it's on fire, so <laughs> it feels like hell. I not to me, but I think I'm it's still more in the hell. Yeah. Okay. Well, once we're out of maybe the maybe you can do it here then. I could feel more alone here. Yeah. But we'll leave you alone when you. But I, but but I don't know why the pale man wants me. I don't know, because it sounds like he's doing just fine. Yeah, I don't know either. There's, hmm. well, it can't be like good. No. So we'll try and like keep we'll you just assume the worst and do what we have to do to save the majority, the most people that we can. <sighs> Libby's been strangely quiet. Yeah. <laughs> He's just taking He's it all taking in. He's taking it in. Just shook it. Yeah, well, Diana, if you want to try to contact a deity, I'd be happy to tell you what I know. I don't know how far that's going to get well, you. But I already tried. Um, it didn't work. But it wasn't Merc- Mercusia that I tried to call. Mercuria. Mercuria. <laughs> See, I, I hate her so much I can't go into her name right. Who did you try yeah, to contact? Well, I assume whoever her divine blood is from. Yeah. I don't know who it is, though. But you were raised in the temple of Mercuria. Maybe so Mercuria. maybe you should try her instead. <laughs> you got a lot of options, so you I just mean, really down to you. which one is <laughs> All 
Lindsay, are you okay? <laughs> I just learned a lot about Diana. How yeah. are you feeling? You were very quiet that whole time. Well, I'm a little shook. <laughs> but Libby's gonna go over and hug Diana. Just be like, I want you to know I love you and you're my best friend. And I think of you like a little sister. So if you ever need anything, just let me know. You know, since we're all here, I've been wondering, you said you've talked to the panel man and stuff about me. What do you talk about? Um, well, because we have an open door policy, <laughs> and you told me so much about yourself, I will tell you that he wants me to sell you to him in exchange for meeting, he says he can help me meet Annotatus. I feel like that means he'll kill you. I feel like we probably shouldn't be selling anyone. Yeah. <laughs> That sounds a lot like I just think that maybe that's something we should avoid, especially members of our, you know, group and friends. Ah! Well, yeah. I generally, you know, slavery's not good. Um, yes. Don't worry, Diana. I would never do it. Annotatus would be very disappointed with me, and then I wouldn't get laid anyways. Oh, I think we would also be very upset with you. Yeah. Well, that too. I mean, I'd never sell out a friend, so. But you never mentioned why. Why he wants you so bad? Yeah. Um, no, that's why I asked you. I was kind of hoping you shed some light on the situation, but it sounds like you don't know any more than we do. No, I don't. That's, that's why I was hoping you, you would tell me. But. I'm going to roll insight. Okay. See if she's lying about so we have an open door policy, but like still. <laughs> um, twenty natural fifteen. I'm telling the truth. I don't know why he wants me. Do you want me to ask him? No, I feel like we should not contact him. <laughs> I feel like if you contact him and are still like, no, I'll think about it. He'll just get angry, and you don't want to see him when he's angry. Mm -hmm. Have you seen him when he's angry? Yeah. Was it scary? Yeah. Oops. No, that was a thrill. <laughs> Do you think we can take him? Do you want me to be honest? Okay. Well, this is an open door policy. Oh my god. No. <laughs> um, like how on a scale of like we could survive an encounter and a scale of like, man, life was good. How underprepared are we? I think we would die very quick. By the way, Elena made some good berries, and so everyone's just <laughs> eating, eating them. <laughs> it wasn't even for anything, it was just to dispel the tension. <laughs> yeah, I just wanna, you know. Well, for now, I think the best thing that we can do is focus on the mission at hand. Focus on getting Scorchlight the Devastator so that one day we can take the Pale Man. And we just need to focus on the now. Do we have any idea how we're going to take on the phoenix, by the way? Um, I actually had a question about that. So I, as Courtney, know that usually when a phoenix is killed, another one, like a baby one, comes up from the ashes. Oh, yeah. Is well, we're not going to kill it. Is at all possible that perhaps Ave might know this from the Book of Wisdom that she spent literally 40-plus hours reading? Is there anything about phoenixes in there? Um... 
I thought it was more about okay. like um, maybe, maybe. it's about like world history, so I think it's plausible that it might mention. Yeah, so some like you can choose Arcana or history. Mm. I don't think that could anyone be. can make this check because I mean, Legends okay. of the Phoenix are pretty. Okay. Bad. Yeah. Okay, Arcana? Yeah, Arcana is pretty Nine! I'm gonna use one. Um... So, Arcana or History? Yeah. Um, 23. 17. Lyle. Lyle just missed that. 17. Oh, 17. Oh, I got 11, so I got better than... Okay, I think everyone but Elena knows that, like, <laughs> and in somewhat, uh, from some sort of legend, like, those of you kind of on the lower end, Diana, you probably don't know, like, exactly how it happens, but you've heard, like, legends. Of, like, Elena's in the Feywild. She doesn't know shit about <laughs> Yeah, uh, but the rest of you definitely have heard stories of the Phoenix coming back. That's what they're, that's what they're known for. So, yeah, I you, you would know that it would rise again. So, I mean, worse comes to worse, if this phoenix attacks us, and, I mean, I don't want to kill it, but if we have to, it's not going to eliminate the possibility well, well, we of us getting Well, we just have it as a baby, and it'll be much easier to transport. And we don't know how, yeah, how big this the phoenix is, yeah. right? But it might I assume be. it's probably pretty big. But yeah. I have those dimensional shackles, but it's only for a creature small to large size, so... It's probably bigger, though. Yeah, so we'd have to kill it. Are we gonna it say would be easier, put it on, it put it on its baby form. to get the baby, but it's also... I mean... I'm They adjust to fit. Um, like, they're like the elastic waistband of handcuffs. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Do phoenixes in this, um... I'm eating good berries, guys. Um, <laughs> do they have uh, any connection to, like, annotatus or anything? I'm just curious, because I know that he's, like, you know, fire and all sorts of stuff. So I'm going like, check. Curious if there's, like, a... A folk tale or anything, religion. Yeah. Um. Eighteen. Eighteen. Um. No, the phoenix is not uh, traditionally connected to Anitatus. Anitatus has like some fiery motifs, but he's not okay. the god of fire. The god of fire is uh, Bothethus, uh-huh. um, and so they're more closely aligned with him. Okay. Uh-huh. Cool. I just don't want to. Accidentally assault him by doing something wrong. Well, I mean, killing a phoenix seems wrong initially, but they're but just, they come back. I just don't know another way that we're gonna get it. Yeah, and we're doing it for a good reason. We need Scorchlight Devastator to save literally like thousands of lives back on Iobrius. So, kind of ending one, I think, might be worth it. Is it intelligent? Since our end goal. I don't think they're intelligent because didn't the guy say that they don't talk? Yeah. They don't have a language. He also probably wouldn't think the Kraken can talk. And we're best buddies now. 
I don't think he even would know what a kraken is, to be honest. He okay. lives on the fire plane. <laughs> I didn't either. <laughs> um. Hmm. Okay, yeah. Um, so do, is it going to have, like, immunity to fire? I mean, probably. We could assume that fire spells won't do very much to it, if anything. Yeah. What about, like, sacred flame? I mean, that it's is radiant. fire. Is it actually oh, it's radiant? Yeah, it's radiant. Then it might do damage. I don't know. Okay. Honestly, we'll just have to see what works when we get there. Really. Yeah. You do have a weapon, I know. Diana, listen. You're five. <laughs> oh my god. The adults are talking right now. Hey, <laughs> if the adults were talking, would it be here, Lily? <laughs> Pour it out. Um, 
And as you take a drink of it, are you going to? Well, yeah. As you take a drink, I'm gonna I'm gonna look at it and think of Elena for a second, and we like should do it. And I'm gonna... Initially, it tastes the way that gasoline smells, um, <laughs> and then it starts to it starts to burn, but not like in the way that alcohol burns, but kind of in the way that like like a really hot pepper burns. Mm-hmm. So it starts to like just kind of rise and it's kind of like this slow like rolling spice. Okay. Um, make yeah. a constitution saving throw. <laughs> I was just watching this mm-hmm. happen. Like why did you need me for this? What's a good... You're going to need to do medicine on it. <laughs> That's what you brought me. <laughs> uh, constitution saving throw? Yeah. 16. 16? Um, you're Does able- Amulet of Comfort dissuade that at all? Because since he's going to be not comfortable with a hot pepper. It, I don't think spiciness of a pepper counts okay. as temperature. <laughs> okay. Because it has Experience. to do with like the enzymes in the pepper. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? No, I know what you mean. I was wondering if comfort extended to something that he does to himself. No, it's just, it's okay. just temperature. But the 16 is, uh, is good enough. You managed to like keep it down. You get the hiccups, you know, like when you eat something really spicy, you yeah. can't help but get the hiccups. But well, <laughs> it doesn't happen to me either, but it happens to people. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> You've ever watched like a hot ones on YouTube, you get okay. hiccups all the time, but you start kicking up because you get it's so spicy. But you managed to hold it down. You know what they say about hiccups. You gotta drink water. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> um, I. So, how are you feeling about going on? I'm not sure that I want to have this conversation with you. Who curse you and make you? Libby, you can't just ask that. You're not. You like to ask it. very personal questions of a lot of people. Because you're like my fam. Well, sometimes you do. Do they have a slang word for that in this world? <laughs> they do now. <laughs> yeah, I feel like sometimes family respects each other's privacy, and you don't and you don't do that super great. Okay, I'll respect your privacy then. Thank you. Bye. So. <laughs> this is your fault for coming with us. Do you yeah. remember what I said the last time we hung out? Well, you say a lot of things every time we hang out. Just pull up my screen. I oh, can... no. Okay. Okay. No, right now. <laughs> I, I would like to borrow that at a later date, though. Is it nighttime or daytime? It's really hard to tell. It's um, the fire plane, uh, it's night and day cycle. Where is the fire master's guy? Here it is. The night and day cycle. Um, is based on like this sun in the sky that changes. Um, it never really goes out. It just kind of like changes in intensity. Um, and so it goes through more like shifting of color from like bright white to like a soft red. So it's kind of hard to tell. But um, if you had to guess, it's kind of getting into like, like a deep orange, almost shifting into red. So you feel like that's like it cooling off. Okay. So it's um, turning towards what would be the equivalent of night here. 
Okay. So it's like late evening. Okay. So we'll be able to probably take like a long rest mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, who was going to say that? You both. Okay. Well, you had asked Lila if he knew what you had said last time that you guys had been out. Oh, okay. Yeah. There'd be, there are a lot of complications that would come with that, so not right now. Did he hurt you? No. Because if he did. Libby, this is literally what we were talking about. <laughs> Sometimes you just have to respect other people's privacy. It's okay, Albert. He didn't hurt me at all. Okay. There's complications. Albert. <laughs> Did you hurt him? Maybe. Wow, you heartbreak. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, I'm glad that it didn't work out between us. <laughs> <laughs> so why do you want to use my scratch? <laughs> For Lorelai. Make sure that she's alright. I can't use it. I don't think the spell works um, across planes. So. I think it right does. Now, I don't think it does. I don't think it does. Okay. And he can only scrub things that are on the same plane as you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oz is on the same plane as you. So. Okay. As soon as we get back to the material plane, I would like to borrow it. Unless Lorelai is somehow on the fire plane. I can cast that. <laughs> dun, yeah, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> um, She's um, the phoenix. <laughs> I'm going to take Elena's I advice. I'm going to try not think about her to potentially bring like, her. Yeah, sure. I'm just going to be like, hey, Thank you, I appreciate the offer. Since I was told you were pushing it now. It's not real. Yeah, that's my current attack. But why'd you let Pale Man do what he did? That was messed up. Also, am I so. <laughs> is, is she talking to you? Yeah, she's pregnant. Oh, okay. yeah, so, like, so. <laughs> yeah, make a religion check. I'm also like, I know I was never the best worshiper, sorry. And that one. Oh, no. I'm getting hardcore ignored. You hear a voice? Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. That's it. <laughs> That'd be like if Elena prayed and got it now. <laughs> Um, you well plus five so just a <laughs> it's it's been a while since you have um, prayed yeah you haven't you haven't like attempted to be religious in a while so it's kind of I guess you're rusty if you can be rusty at God <laughs> <laughs> you can't <laughs> you, you can't um, but yeah so you uh, there's no like immediate response you don't feel like any profound like Interjection or anything yeah. like that. <laughs> no, fuck you. Mm-hmm. Try again later. <laughs> like a magic eight ball. <laughs> <laughs> Try again later. Helena's <laughs> <laughs> like, just watching this. Try again later. I will try again. I'll try again later. I promise. Like leans down from the top bunk. Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> It's okay. <laughs> I get later. No, I was on the top box, so she'd be. She was actually watching the whole time. Your eyes were closed. <laughs> um, and then I'm gonna ask you guys. So, is it normal to have visions, like for your deity? Do you have them? Um, no, but every deity's worship is different. So I think for some, it's probably common. It just isn't for Kawinda in particular. Do I know anything? Uh, I should have asked this earlier. You know some stuff about her because 
Kalinda and Rebus worked very closely together. And is it Anatatus? I think he's Rebus asking about. Son? Yeah. Her, oh, I thought her. I was you were just talking to me, so I thought you were talking about my goddess. But that's um, the, uh, you. Uh, you were you went you were um, not paying attention, or you were gone. You know. Uh, but <laughs> I, I may have been looking for good berries, everyone. <laughs> You're, I grew up in the temple. Yeah. You don't know that I'm like, I don't, you don't know if I'm related to my, my Well, I wanted to know if I knew anything about her, just her in general. Oh. I mean, as a, you know, you grew up in a temple as well. Um, and both of these gods are considered part of the, the pure mm-hmm. gods, the ones that, um, during like the the war of the celestials when the gods were still on the material plane mm-hmm. and they were kind of like the two sides that were created um, of the gods the ones that were like we need to work with the humans and and the elves and dwarves we need to work with the mortals and you know and help them be as good as they can those were the pure and then there were the betrayers and those were the ones who were like hey these mortals are dumb <laughs> as shit and we can make them do what we want and I mean, it was more elegant than that. They were, they were gods. <laughs> That's the Sparknotes version of it. Um, and so uh, both um, Mercuria and Anitatus were part of the pure, and so they worked closely together during the War of the Celestials before they left the material plane. So you would definitely know, like, Mercuria is the goddess of luck. Um, okay. So, you, I mean, you'd know. Like, That's why I'm so lucky, because I hang out with him. Boom. Backstory explained. Lucky. <laughs> well, you have the luck. Yeah. Yeah. So um, <laughs> but as far as you just as as far as uh, visions luck. from gods are concerned, spending the time in the temple that you did, um, not everyone gets visions, but there were people <laughs> in your temple who did <laughs> receive visions. They're like special. Do we think of them as like chosen? A lot of times they think of themselves as as uh, special or chosen. Let's leave that down. But um, <laughs> it it all depends. Sometimes they're called to actually do things for their gods. Other times it's just like um, like based on your specific talents, you might be able to help in this situation. So here's a vision. Mm. Um, go help these people because okay. you are specifically made to help these things and other you would know other divine blooded people as well ASMR um, or other like divine sorcerers and stuff like that and that has more to do with kind of um, being divine yeah like actually from like within like having like divine blood within them um so last question within the context of this world racism and stuff would I think it's weird instinctively that a tiefling would be related a divine being. It be yeah. So uh, before I like caught myself and said, "Hey, don't be an asshole." Yeah. So Diana sort of has this um, this strange like juxtaposition um, within her with the infernal blood and the divine blood. Um, (laughs) And so the thing the thing about with with tieflings, it's different than with the divine-blooded sorcerer. So it's not like she's like the direct descendant of a devil. Um, it's more along the lines of like way, way back in ancient times, there were this group of humans that were like, hey, devils are cool, 
and worship devils, and that kind of warped them. Um, and so it's not like she's like has like a great grandma who is like an arch devil of the nine hells. It's more like ancestors from thousands of years ago okay. were in a cult, <laughs> and that the energies from that cult created tieflings. Um, so, but as far as the divine blood is concerned, that's more of a direct um, okay. ancestor. Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to be having this conversation with you guys discussing these things because I want okay. to someone else who like worships them. Okay. Yeah. So I don't know. Like, is that? Have you ever met anyone like that in the woods? You know? Like somebody with divine blood? Yeah. Um. Not specifically, but I've spent over a hundred years just in the Everreach Forest. You know, there's not a lot of mm-hmm. outside contact. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sure had I been out in the world, I would have. So Quinta probably doesn't have like a lot of kids. Uh, I well, they say that all of the animals are her children, mm-hmm. but I don't think they necessarily have divine blood. Okay. Like the animal kin, like like um, tabaxi. And do you have to find one? Is that why you do no. more like the? Um, that's not because I have divine blood. That's because I'm becoming a wamadaji, a warrior of Kawinda. And people who are warriors of her, she grants special abilities so that we're better able to serve her and better able to defend her wishes. I'm like leaning close here after I make sure Elena's not in this hall. Does Elena have like? She talks about being from like a different plane. Is she like divine? I don't think she's divine. I just think she's an Aladrin, which is a specific kind of elf that is just from a different plane of existence. Because if so, being turned into a vampire would be really awkward. <laughs> that would be an odd <laughs> contrast. Okay, cool. Yeah, I just had like those questions, and I wanted to like kind of you know. So I wanted to talk with someone who's been, you know, older and wiser. Yes, yeah, so always available for you to talk with me about religious things. Cool. Specifically that. <laughs> Specifically <laughs> visions. Nothing else. <laughs> okay. Do you have visions? No. Yeah, you just. I've been that. able to okay, talk to Quinda a couple of times, um, but for the most part, I was taught that. You just kind of know what she would want, and you can follow her path without being directly in contact with her. Well, Anna Tatis wants me to get another drink. <laughs> I don't think that's true, but... Okay, yeah, I'm good now. But I, I might worship for... him, so... <laughs> I might look for some gambling tables, but other than that, I'm pretty good for the day. No, I didn't bring my three dragon empty cards. We could yeah. always play Horde. Gambling tables? Yeah, I mean, it's, a, it's a pirate ship. I, I know, but I there might be like just having like you know, table like playing a game, but it's not like they have a cruise ship. They sell like <laughs> They got shuffleboard. <laughs> <laughs> Promise you a night with my Aladdin friend if I lose. Don't worry, I cheat. This doesn't make it any better. Yeah, I, um, I would like to go to like the deck and just keep a watch out for anything that might be dangerous. Okay, great, great. Uh, anyone else? I'm going to bed. Yeah. Bed? Okay. I'll go ahead. There's a few other uh, members of the crew actually up on the deck who are also assigned to a sort of watch. 
Right, but do they have plus 14 perception? Um, probably not. Yeah. <laughs> they do have spy glasses. But <laughs> Is it like, like Ave comes up like in Pirates of the Caribbean when Jack Sparrow comes up with that like massive one? <laughs> <laughs> They're all like, ah, yeah. Like Barbosa has his and then Jack just comes up and it's like massive. <laughs> I like to imagine, but yes, that is what it's like. Uh, go ahead and make a perception check on me. Twenty-seven. Um, yeah. So as you were looking out, um, it's really interesting to see the way that the waves react of of lava here. They react just like the waves of the ocean that you had seen in Montegros. Like the lava flows like water here, which, um, considering kind of like the like how lava is much thicker than yeah, water. It, it's a really yeah, it's a really interesting um, phenomenon to watch. But as however much time you want to spend up here um, on watch, nothing. nothing well, happens. I want um, four hours of sleep. Okay. Yeah, but yeah, uh, the night passes okay. pretty peacefully. You see, kind of Chill. like out on the horizon. Um, another ship kind of sailing by, but they're not like coming towards you. You guys are going opposite directions. Do you want to do anything since you're having like a sleepover? I'm I'm asleep. (laughs) (laughs) I want to try and put Elena's hand in a bowl of water. Oh my god. God. You can try. Make a stealth check. Or a sleight of hand, I guess. Make a sleight of hand check. I'm so glad we're not in the same room. These are like time. Natural 20. Holy shit. Praying to the fake gods I made up worked. That was crazy. Um, Elena, make a constitution saving throw. I'm so sorry. No, you're out of it, though, because you know the art of this. Okay, you don't pee. You successfully put her hand in the bowl of warm water, but she just morning. kind of like rolls over and like tucks her hand under her. <laughs> oh, but before I do, hang on. Oh my god. Sorry, no, last thing, last thing, last thing. The water you would have had to use would have come from your water skin, because there's no like water on the boat. Oh. You're a fucking idiot. <laughs> Kraken's voice. 
fills your head, and he says, uh... That's he? Yeah. It's the Leviathan mother. No, it's a she. (laughs) 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 Or maybe they think it's a she, because they don't know what parts to check to see. Oh, I need to let him know if he's a boy. No, it's a she. Okay. I think it's better matter so much. It might matter. It's probably Uh, next to She says, um... The seas are quiet since you left. Oh my god. <laughs> We'd be like, it's less quiet here. Elena, she's the vampire, is kinda loud. But she's chill. Um, so like are you a god or something? Question mark? <laughs> <laughs> Question mark. <laughs> Not in your mortal sense, though I am very ancient and very powerful. Have you ever met Anitatus? No. (laughs) And then I'm going to send one more message, and you could just—I better it'll just be basically like a little scripture before I go to sleep, and I'll say I love you good night. Love you too. <laughs> to, the, <laughs> to, to the Kraken. Oh my god. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna teach more about it. <laughs> and you're in bed with Diana? Yeah. Or should I? Ooh, no. I s- <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter what you're gonna say. <sighs> Alright, so the night goes by. Um, Sorry, guys. Day of these you guys wake up face. in the morning. Um, on the boat and uh, uh, make your way up on deck. Successful long rest. Yeah, long rest. Um, and uh, Jormund will uh, see you as you come up and he'll say, well, we're almost there. Only a few hours out now. If you look out on the horizon, um, <laughs> You can see where we're headed, and you see um, what looks like a volcano rising up out of the sea of fire on the horizon. Um, he says, we'll, we'll dock there on the banks, and you'll have to find some way inside. Oh, maybe we need to take more potions. Oh, yeah, we'll probably do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, drink what it. is it? Okay, here you go. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> yeah, I figured you... How long do we have before you Um, I think... Um, when we... Um, when, when we dock, uh, we'll wait around for two, two nights, and if you're not back by then, well, we'll assume the worst. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. We have three left. Is there anything we should know about like land and then, like does it stay? Is it worse than being on a boat? Is it like hot since it's like an island in the lava? Um, well, you'll be heading into the heart of a volcano, so oh. it will be very warm. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thanks for that information. Libby, you have heat resistance, don't you? Yep. Yeah. So you're gonna need to give your amulet up. What? I don't think we know. <laughs> I know, but 
if he's a good person, he should give it up once he's run out. Person. But if he doesn't, <laughs> I curse my best friend. Resistance. He has no reason to give up family. He would know. <laughs> You would know this. So, well, uh, <laughs> Cause I that's a real ass move. <laughs> Wait, you know, I don't think that and you're already fire resistant? He has his surplus thing his that I think gives him fire resistance, but I don't think he knows that it does that. You know that you're magic yeah, items when you, do. when you attune to it, you know what to do. You ass. I tried. I earlier, audience, I apologize. Um, when before we left and before I took the amulet, I put my hand in fire and I said I have fire resistance. That's what true. Happens? I just listened to that episode. Yes, and you all gave me the amulet and said take it anyways, keep it because just because you have fire resistance does not mean that you are going to be safe and okay. Uh, oh, so we know. Is that really what happened? Quote from Ave in that episode was was I'll be fine. I have a plan. <laughs> <laughs> this was the plan. The plan's running out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, so, if you give it to so we know, so we can just ask. Yeah. For but it. he once did the, stick it to I completely forgot about that entire conversation. Because once the potions run out, one of you will just be at, like, a So honestly, if no one brings it up, I'm going to keep it. You just have to make a constitution. Constitution. No, without the, you make a saving throw with the potion. Without it, what happens? It's at... Or no, yeah. we make it with advantage. You make it with advantage. Yeah. So it'll just be resistance. Resistance to fire gives you advantage. So eventually, when if you guys are gonna be at disadvantage when your potions run out. Yeah. But if well, you gave one of what you, if you, you, it's just a normal roll without the potions, right? And then it's at advantage with the potions. Yeah. Right, because so it would be. So it's just a normal. It roll. would be disadvantage for Livy because he's wearing heavy armor. But he's. Right. But because he has the amulet of comfort, he doesn't need to make them at but all. What about his circlet? If he had advantage, well, it would just be a straight roll because he has disadvantage for wearing the heavy armor. Oh, okay. So right now, he just makes a straight so roll. Right now, he doesn't make a roll because the amulet regulates the temperature around him. But once oh. I take it off, it will make a straight roll. Because oh, okay. I, that's why we because gave it to you. Okay. Cancel out I understand better. Yeah, now. because my heavy armor does that thing that you always do to people when you're green. Burn. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, anyway. So that's why we gave you the amulet so you wouldn't have to roll. Okay. So are we just sailing towards this? Yeah, that discussion about who gets toward the angler took three hours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it no. ended with loud jumping into the <laughs> Oh. <laughs> Did you go see your angler first? No. <laughs> <laughs> I actually took Libby's too. <laughs> okay. um, <laughs> so. No, so you, um, you guys sail and it's uh, pretty much undisturbed for the next couple of hours and as you as you sail you watch as this volcano just grows as you approach it it goes from just being a little like spike on the horizon uh, to like a full mountain in front of you and the brass ship uh, kind of docks on the side of it um, and Jormund says two nights and then we'll assume the worst thanks that's fair, I guess. That is, that okay. is very, very... The three hours I've been trying to talk with the pirate crew, or the captain, or the crew about Anna Tavis. 
Did any of them recognize me as Cassandra's? Make a persuasion check. I've been practicing praying, but I haven't actually been praying. I've just been practicing. Like, I've been <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this is like writing Sunday school, drafting prayers on so like I've been trying to remember what the priests and like all the people in the clerics of it were taught. I was taught as a kid, like when I was younger. Yeah. I was like trying to remember it. Like okay, this next time it will be better. <laughs> Scribbling down prayers, like no puns, no puns. <laughs> no, I have a question. What'd you get? What What was I rolling? I was rolling. Persuasion. What is it? I'm just seeing if anyone's interested. He's persuading the crew to work. No, what you roll though? Two. Um, well, guidance is gonna help you. Yeah, no, no one. Okay. Uh, okay. There's some. So this is a, like a mountain, right? Does it still count as my favorite train? I was just like being like, hey, are you <laughs> interested? In, like, it's a mountain. Then, it's a mountain. Volcanoes are mountains. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I think it's like really angry guys. They're just taking mountains, and Lyle's a pretty angsty, angry guy. Okay. It's probably why. Yeah, sure. Okay. I, 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 I would count it as pretty angsty <laughs> as a mountain. Okay. Um, so as the ship kind of bumps up on the obsidian, uh, they lower the gangplank and slide off like this uh, plank of brass that kind of goes out and clangs down on the rock. And you guys make your way down um, onto the jagged obsidian uh, that's kind of covered in ash and sand. Um, as you look around in the sand, you see um, like tracks of some kind. Okay. Um, bird tracks? No, oh. not He's bird tracks. <laughs> um, Can I like check it out? Yeah, go ahead and make a survival check with advantage because they were trained. So this is like a well-known piece. Like we, like people know where it lives. It's a celebrity phoenix. Um, people know where it lives and stuff like that. Not like your average everyday yeah, person. Roseanne knows because yeah. he oh. has sent people oh. out to go try and get it before. Okay. But they've I mean, they've. So I was just wondering if it was like legendary and had My proficiency bonus is, but it's just like he's tracked it down. Yeah, he's tracked it down. Yeah, it's been. It was more like a hunter instinct. Okay. Like a reputation. Right. Oh, oh, I see, I see. Because it's your favorite train. Yeah, cool. So if she yeah. does, if he doesn't do very well, it's because Sam got in his eyes. You know, like so he hates Sam. It's course. It gets everybody. Thirty. Thirty. So because my proficiency bonus is doubled for my proficient skills when I make an intelligence or wisdom check related to it. Yeah, so related to it. Get fucked. And people say rangers. Rangers are fucking cool. You just need to know what you're doing, which I don't, but maybe that's why I do um, Oh my gosh. So you actually notice what a man. two kind of like distinct types of tracks here. One of them. Take it. We're learning about the creatures. <laughs> one of them, as opposed to being um, footprints, they look. Uh, snake-like in nature, so it's like a like a, a, a solid line of tracks. Okay, when I'm tracking creatures, I learn the exact number sizes and how long ago they pass through the area. Since <laughs> so it's my favorite terrain. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> fucking break my game. <laughs> um, okay, so You're welcome. 
exact that's what I asked about the number, size, and how long ago they passed the barrier. They okay. Um, so of these uh, snake-like tribes, um, they are, I want to say medium, but they might be large. So no, let me consult. No. Why? What would be a large snake? There's a lot of creatures in this world that as I don't know. It's not a basilisk. Because I'm not dealing with it. I think basilisks have legs. Uh, mm-hmm. They don't in Harry Potter. I don't know what they do. So it looks like there were... <laughs> um, we fought basilisks. Like... I don't think anything I've read about a basilisk. I think it's indeed one, one medium snake thingy and two large snake thingies. Oh, fuck. And it looks like they have, these tracks here are about uh, like three, four hours old. Okay, I relay that information to everyone. And then uh, the other pair of tracks uh, that you see. That don't um, go with the snake ones? They're like in opposite directions? They're heading in the same way. Uh, but these are more footprints than they are um, than they are like the snakes. So they look like webbed feet, um, okay. almost like, like lizard, ducks. almost lizard in nature. Well, we fought oh. more so than I just wanted to um, like ducks. <laughs> and they, uh, they're medium creatures. As opposed to and there was like four. Yeah. Okay. I really love that everyone. They're medium creatures. And they went in the same direction and the same time as the as the snake tracks. Towards the volcano. He, um, are you? Would you like to follow the tracks? Well, could we just see what direction they're going? Yeah, I mean, you can see that they're kind of heading around the volcano. I think that they're probably going to go into it, so we can probably find an entrance. Mm-hmm. Got to get in somehow. Yeah. So, okay, we should probably do it stealthily. Um, we'll be moving slower. That's fine. Yeah. Well, maybe we could move stealthily as we get closer, because they were it was a couple hours old. Yeah, they said the hour ago. Uh huh. As we get closer to the entrance, I think that would be a good idea. Um, just so you know. Difficult terrain doesn't slow our travel. We can't become lost except by magical means, and um, I remain alert to danger even if I'm engaged in another activity. Okay. So even if we're stopping, <laughs> would be same. Same pace. Oh, oh, yeah. I know. Lyle's just like, follow me, guys. <laughs> it's one of those things where it's not like it hasn't been useful except for when we were in the mountains before, but now it's like super useful. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. Um, he doesn't love you anymore, but he's like, Whew. You guys are sneak checking? <laughs> yeah, should I wait to, I'm going to wait to pass past the trees. Uh, you know. Yeah. Until we get close. But we're moving at a normal pace because you, Yeah, you are not slowed down at all. Right. Because we're rangers. <laughs> See, when I think about the ranger class, little D&D rant here before we hear your numbers, a lot of people say that, you know, they complain that rangers are just basically fighters, but not as strong. But the way rangers don't shine... They're more tactical. Yeah, they don't necessarily they shine in, in combat, necessarily. I mean, they have a lot of cool things that they can do, but I feel like you have to be ready to be more like like, like role-playing and like the tracking here is mm-hmm. super helpful. Yeah. And I think a lot of people don't value that as much as they value like the fighters, like four extra attacks by the time they hit level 20. You don't need that because you can... Sneak up on the guys with your ranger's help. Because, like, monks don't have a lot of HP, but they can, like, when you use them the right way. Yeah, exactly. 
Okay, D and D ran over. Let's hear numbers. Twenty from Lyle. Five no, from Twenty-eight. Twenty-eight from Lyle. Five from Libby. Seven. Seven. Thirty. Thirty. Twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. I'm okay. stopping for a lot of obsidian, apparently. I'm yeah. Um, <laughs> you guys are able to kind of cover up. Uh, <laughs> to kind of cover up Libby's claim. Damn kids. Um, <laughs> yeah, we're just in the back. Ooh. Most of Libby's noise come from his metal boots, kind of clicking and. Um, and kicking against the obsidian shards that kind of stood out, but once once you um, kind of notice that that's what's causing most of the noise, you're able to lead him through um, Lyle with your expert tracking. You're you're able to um, kind of point out like uh, Libby walk over this way to the left and kind of like guide him so that he's not kicking all the rocks as he goes by. Whatever you say, sir. Um, oh my god! Stop. You, I like stop. Don't call me that. <laughs> So you follow the tracks um, for about 30 minutes, kind of rounding the volcano here. And the shore that you're on um, is not super wide. It's probably like 20, 25 feet before it hits the lava and then um, starts to jet up into the side. Treacherous. Yeah, so you're not, there's not like a ton of walking room here. Um, and you kind of follow it around. And you watch as the tracks suddenly turn towards the mountain. Um, and go up on this little ledge that is jutting out from the side of it. Um, something that um, anyone ordinarily walking by would not necessarily see as a walkway of sorts because it's only about like five, maybe seven feet wide at its widest. Um, kind of an incline hugging the side of the volcano. Um, and you watch the tracks. There's less sand here, so it's harder to track them. But um, with such an awesome role, you're able to to deduce that they definitely did head up this path a little bit. And so you kind of lead everyone and hug the wall of the volcano as you make your way up. And then um, it kind of, as you go up for about 50, 60 feet now, you're kind of looking down off of this uh, five-foot ledge, looking 60 feet down to the jagged obsidian below. Um, and where you're standing on the path kind of widens out now into a little platform about 10 feet away from the from the wall of the mountain and about 15 feet wide. Um, so it's like a 15 by 10 sort of like almost balcony, you would say. So you don't have to um, like crop or anything. Yeah, so there's a little more room. Um, but not all of you guys can fit on this Thing, obviously, but while you watch as the tracks kind of turn into the wall of the mountain and stop. Right, so, they went into the mountain through the rock? Yeah. Can I, like, there a secret door? And stuff <laughs> Make a perception check. Can I also look? Yeah, sure. Thanks. I'm going to cast a magic. And I guess it would still technically be an advantage. With your double proficiency. Can I cast a tech magic on it? Yeah. Um, you don't get oh, an aura of magic from this. I got 27. Oh, wow. Oh. Damn. Did you um, ever think we'd be able to find it? Okay. So, the two of you, I mean, you probably Okay. You see um, what looks like kind of the outline of a sealed rectangular door here. Um, 
<laughs> that's literally what I was thinking. The key. Of the, like, the part where they're going through like the snow and everything. Except it's fire. Anyway. Um, and so it looks like a sealed uh, rectangular door. And you notice uh, one of the rocks in the wall looks um, kind of to the side of it looks um, like it could be uh, pressed in. Like in video games when it's super obvious like what you're supposed to interact with. <laughs> Just to lie. Like Lyle because of his ranger skills. Guys, do you see that obvious? No. Is it a button? <laughs> um, I mean, looks like it could be a button. Oh, God, while she has a Obviously, like, it looks like there might be a button. And Elena's like, boom! <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where it is. It looks like it's the wrong rock and breaks her wrist. <laughs> <laughs> no. She Elena, you hand. She's Jamie. press in the button. The door, uh, there's kind of like this rumbling <sighs> as the door goes down. Uh, make a dexterity saving throw. Ah! <laughs> you did this to yourself. I don't feel bad. It's okay. <laughs> oh, her first roll is gonna. No. Fourteen. Fourteen. Okay. Um, so this, as you push it down, you see um, kind of like this boulder of obsidian attached to rope, kind of swing out. Oh, um, yeah. And. Uh, you manage to kind of like dodge out of the way of it. Uh, Abe and Lyle make dexterity saving throws as well. You also on the platform. So, our like super great perception rolls didn't notice these boulders hanging by no, it They were on the inside. It was inside. Oh, okay, okay. It was okay. a trap sound on the inside. I see. 18. Okay. Uh, 16. 16. Okay, so you guys are good. As it comes by, you like duck down and swings out like, and then like comes back and um, you guys kind of like are standing on the edge of the thing watching it kind of like rock back and forth until it comes to a stop. Sorry guys. <laughs> you well, none of us got first. first. <laughs> you have like pushed us off the edge. Holy yeah. crap. Wow, Elena. <laughs> yeah, I would have said you're fine and you would have plummeted to 60 feet. Oh god. To, to the sharpened obsidian yeah. well. Oh, let me tell you, 60 feet is a long way to fall. <laughs> so. Hey, um, we're good. But we're good. Uh, you are looking into now um, a cave. And there are no light sources here. Um, so those of you without dark vision, Lyle and Libby, um, Cannot see. Does your helm of brilliant? Does it shine? Well, it constantly shines because I'm within like <laughs> thirty feet, 30 feet of her. But I can also I pull out my my weapon and I say annotate a saves and then it lights itself on fire. Okay. So guys, so I'm so wondering. You guys now have like a little torch, um, and you mm-hmm. watches this. Um, as, as the room is ignited, for those of you that couldn't see, uh, those of you that had dark vision saw this before the fire was ignited, um, it looks like inside this cave, it kind of like tunnels and heads um, towards what would be the center of this volcano, kind of downwards. On the walls, you see like 
uh, bone effigies that stand about like four feet tall. What's an effigy? Uh, like a kind of like a totem. It's just like a religious kind of like like a pillar kind of thing. Like a statue oh, okay. um, of kind, but so this is like um, it looks like it's like they're like spinal cords that are straight up, and then they have so cool. they have rib cages kind of forming like kind of like torn open, almost like mm-hmm. wings open up like this, and then like uh, human rib cages make or. Make a medicine Humanoid. check. Make a medicine check. Uh, 27. 27. No, not human. Oh. Um, so what you see are... Um, and the way that this that the spine is set definitely is not human. It's longer. Um, and almost at the bottom of it, kind of coiled around, is like a tail. So I've seen the Medusa that was in Manifield. Does this look like this could be something similar? Um, to a Medusa? No, because the Medusa, the snake-like parts of her were just her hair. Oh, she, she had... She was humanoid body. Oh, she had legs and stuff? <laughs> yeah, oh. she was humanoid body. But so this looks like um, it would be like the spine of a, a giant snake-like creature. Um, and... It looks like it's their rib cages. Um, so their the ribs are kind of like flatter than human ribs, um, and kind of torn apart like wings. Yeah. And then it looks like it's like the uh, bottom part of a skull that's kind of angular, almost beakish, but definitely not like a human skull. Um, and so there are these effigies kind of lining, like almost resembling a bird, but in a crude fashion. Mm-hmm. Um, and they kind of are just kind of placed every so often mm-hmm. in this cave moving forward. Um, so I'm curious how intelligent those things that left the tracks were, because if they're smart enough to do this, potentially, but definitely smart enough to like get in. And not get hit by boulders. I am very curious. Maybe. I think they're probably smart. They're probably intelligent. Which is a little concerning. And if they're propping up these skeletons in a very bird-like manner, I wonder if they have not only seen the phoenix, but potentially, like, worship it, almost. Mm-hmm. That's terrifying. Yeah. I guess well, we should uh, probably just keep going. Oh, I'm going to put my thing on the ground. Do you see any tracks? Or did they come in yeah, this Yeah, should way? I? Can I I'm sure. Yeah, sure. Sure, go ahead and make another survival check. I'm also going to cast Past Life Trace on us all now. Nice. That's better than your last one. Also, Libby cast um, Dead Worm. Okay. 28. Yeah, when you walk through the door. 28. Yeah, so you see the same um, tracks that you had been following up to the um, that entrance that you had seen. It looks like they are continuing deeper down this hallway. So, let's just keep going. Let's stay aware. Let's try to keep moving stealth. Libby's going to like lean into a while and just be like, does it look like, you know, from their tracks, are they, are they like aggressive? Are they nice? Are they evil? Are they like, you know? Um, Probably can't tell their alignment. Yeah, so the tracks (laughs) of, (laughs) of creatures don't let you know their personality. Hey, there are bones on the wall. What do you think? (laughs) Anatatus has gold all over his temples. We don't go raiding villages. These are 
bones. Yeah. Maybe they're different. dead ancestry bones. Okay, we're going to keep going. So and let's keep moving stealthily. That means don't talk to me. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so, Lyle can tell how old the tracks are. Are they still three to four hours old? Or maybe did they like slow down so that uh, they're a little bit more recent? Are there any other tracks also? Is it cooler in the mountain than it was outside? Um, it's a volcano. No. Probably not. <laughs> no, it's actually a little warmer. Yeah. So but you don't know this. Lyle is just focused on tracking. That's why he's being sad. So as you guys enter this, the three of you, without um, amulets, uh, Diana, Elena, Ave, go ahead and make constitution saving throws. And you can make them in advance because of your fire resistance. So you two are good, Diana and Elena. Abe, yeah, you get one level of exhaustion. Oh no. As the uh, heat is just too much for you. Yeah, but So you're what happens when you have Oh I probably could have used luck. It's too late now. It's too late now. It's disadvantage on ability checks. Okay. But not saving throws. No. That's something too three. Well, I was gonna ask her to let me get rid of. Okay. I'd say this. So, as far as the other tracks that you've seen, so these ones, they do um, look to be a little more recent, but not like, you know, they weren't here like 30 minutes ago. Yeah. They're closer to like two and a half hours at this point. Yeah, the they're time getting closer. It, yeah, by the time it made you to walk and stuff like that. So, they do look like they're more, more recent. Um, but you see. Um, you notice that uh, the trap that had triggered and contoured you guys was more recently set. Um, I know uh, it, like as they came through the door, it looks like they had set it um, after they came in, and then um, you. So the w- the way that they did that is, you know, there's like a bunch of like rope rigging, and it's like yeah. triggered to the door and stuff like that, and then you see. Um, other tracks, the same, like either snake-like or um, the webbed feet, kind of milling around, and those uh, look to be older, just of like passing creatures and stuff like that who have been coming through. Um, so there's definitely more than just the like six creatures that you have been tracking into here. So do we see? Is there like anything else like that's suspicious? Like any other traps or anything? Any gold? Um, no gold, and in in this like major year, and no, you don't see any more okay. tracks. Okay. Maybe Elena shouldn't go first. I think that's probably wise. Okay, let's just keep moving. I see. cast Pass of Electric Memory, so yes. we have plus 10. Plus 10. I will also wait near the back. I'm gonna be, I don't wanna be in the back, I'll be in the middle then. I'll be in the front, I'll I guess. Second, I wanna be. I want to be behind Diana so nothing can sneak up on me. Okay. Okay, so let's organize our minis here in the marching order. L- uh, Lyle? Me. Elena? I'm guessing Ave's probably up near us. Ave? No, no I'm going to put Diana again. Diana. I've been really nice to you, Diana. Okay. Lyle, Elena, Ave, Diana, Libby is the marching order. And you guys are making your way down this. Uh, How narrow is the cave? 
is 10 feet wide. So you, I guess you guys could go shoulder to shoulder if you wanted. Um, do we want to go in a single file line or shoulder to shoulder? It's 10 feet wide, so you have room to go shoulder to shoulder if you want. Um, this is the marching order as it stands right now. Oh, okay. I'm a huge, like, I feel like in real life, Libby would probably prefer to be shoulder to shoulder, but that's I just so you can talk. I so. shoulder sh to shoulder would be better because then there's not just one person in front who will take the brunt of any attack against us. Okay. So okay. The song I'll go on next. Yay. Libby's still by himself. <laughs> okay. There we go. Okay, let's go. We're going to have to do stuff. I'm rolling stuff. Yeah. Yeah, so go ahead and make stealth checks. Did you uh, plus 10, just okay. without a trace. Oh, why did I roll 2? Because I have disadvantage? Yeah, disadvantage because you're heavy armor. 18. 32. 32. 32. 15. 15. Nice, pretty good, yeah. Libby was wider than you, I focused on tracking him, like, down on the ground, like, scuttling. <laughs> like, like Scooby-Doo, he, like, nose to the ground, ass in the air, like. <laughs> We've never seen Lyle like this before. No wonder he loves dogs. <laughs> oh this is Lyle's mountain man side coming out, like... He did live in the forest for yeah. like so long. He's kind of feral. <laughs> <laughs> he just keeps it in check. That's All funny. Right. So as you guys are going, um, let's we're gonna enter a skill challenge here. We've done a few of these before. Um, so you, what I'll do is I'll have each of you gets to choose. It has to be a skill that you are proficient in, um, and. You can't use the same skill that someone else did. Each skill can only be used once, and it has to be one that you're proficient in. Um, but basically what you'll do is you'll describe how you use that skill in a way that will aid you in um, traversing the inside of this volcano. Maybe you say like you use athletics to like leap over a stream of lava that's coming through, um, but whatever it is, just kind of like, it can be anything, you can, you can make it up. And I'll tell you if it works or not, like if you are like too out of bounds, you're like, like, I shoot frostbolt, frostbolt at the lava and freeze it. I'll be like, no, that won't fucking work. Lava's too hot. Um, but I'll, I'll tell you, like, what will work and what won't. Um, but you can be creative, come up with something, and use the skill that you're proficient in to make it through here. I have a set DC. Um, you'll need to get, you'll need to accrue five successes before you get three failures. Um, and then the number of successes versus failures that you have will kind of affect the result at the end of this. So. <laughs> That's okay. That's um, only when one of us is dead. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I guess I'll use stealth, and I'm just you know moving along quietly and trying to keep the rest of the group quiet and like you know looking at the track. <laughs> okay. Great. Go I'm scuttling a little bit. So. Go ahead and make stealth check. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go. Kay. So I'm going to use Perception. Oh, 
Son of a bitch. Oh, I was gonna use stealth. But... I was gonna use stealth and perception. Those um, are my dog too. It's fine. You can use perception. So I'm gonna use perception, else. and I'm gonna like dart ahead and like be all like vampire and like crawl on the walls. <laughs> so Lyle is scuttling, and Elena is crawling on the wall. We're gonna make it very dramatic and just like looking. <laughs> yeah, with my dark corners. vision, like. <laughs> Everyone's on. <laughs> like this. <laughs> And I'll like come back to the group and like, like it's clear. Then I'll like I'll run back. Okay. Oh my gosh. Yeah, make a perception check. Really and because you need five successes before three failures, it might result in someone needing to go twice once everyone else is gone. Okay, yeah. Like if someone fails. I'm really the one that can be used. Uh seventeen. Seventeen? Uh yeah. Yeah, so you are able to um alert and passing danger. You actually pass by um, one or two more traps that were triggered. You find one that is like a pressure plate that has a bucket of lava. They were triggered? No, that well, she pointed out so you guys didn't trigger them. Oh, okay. Um, When I said I meant that like had been set up ready to be triggered. So there's a pressure plate with like a bucket of lava that was ready to dump. Kind of like a worse version of Mm -hmm. those water park (laughs) buckets. That's like Denise on her yeah. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> I'll give you a crown. Game of Thrones. <laughs> Although that's like season one, so. Yeah, yeah so I don't feel like it was. We don't feel bad. It was too spoilery. <laughs> we don't feel bad. Um, but yes, and then um, another one is uh, your classic like swinging blades. Mm-hmm. So you're able to dot um, to point out those traps, so people. But you definitely get the feeling that this hallway is dangerous, <laughs> and um, it's also heading down. Deeper into the volcano and down, and so the heat is increasing as you're making it down here. Uh, but that's two successes. Who's next? I'll go. Okay. Um, I'm gonna use my little herbalism satchel, and anybody who gets like little burns or anything from touching the hot rocks, I'll patch them up and okay. be like a yeah. little doctor. Great. Go ahead and make a medicine check. Twenty-one. Twenty-one. Great. Yeah. So um, there are a couple times where like. When Belina's like pointing out the bucket of lava where it kind of like overflows a little bit and gets like a little singed, and so you're able to salve up and prevent any damage. And it gets Here you go, you weird vampire, you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> right. um, um, I'm going to use Arcana, and can I just like make an Arcana check to see if I sense any like magic on the traps or. Something like that. I really don't have anything else. Uh, yeah, sure. Go ahead and make it okay. up. Okay. I have insight, persuade, in our religion. <laughs> Just persuade the group to be better. Like, <laughs> guys. Uh, 20. 20. Um, yeah, so as you're walking by, your sense is kind of you. alert for you better um, magic I influence. Mean, you get. Um, not like none of the traps are like arcane traps or anything like that but you get the sense that like um kind of like the presence of an uh, of powerful like elemental magics going on um and the closer you get and also um it's kind of uh almost like a divine magic aura coming from within as well i'll let you guys know that cool uh, Libby? Um, <laughs> I'm rewriting all these songs. So, anyways. 
I'm going to use deception. What are you deceiving? Everyone in the group. I'm keeping morale up. So I'm going to tell them, actually, this reminds me of a situation that I got into before I met Diana, where we went into a mountain. I went by myself. And it turned out that the snake people that I ran into were traitors. Um, not to the crown, just like traitors. Like they traded, like we were like really, you know. Like merchants. Yeah, not like, like merchants. And um, it actually <laughs> ended up being like super chill. And it was really sad because like they were like tieflings. Like they just had a lot of racist, like racism against them. So they also had traps and just like set it up and shit. Like, because they didn't want to get murdered in their sleep. Cool story, bro. Alright, I'll go so, ahead and make deception check. I'm using I'm not that. sure any of us would believe that, though. <laughs> it's well, we're focused on other we'll things, things, so... Guidance. I don't know. 20. 20. This will be interesting. We'll contend it against passive insight. No, I believe I, it. I believe in... Passive believe insight in. is 20. Yeah, she doesn't. Wait, 17, 18, 19, 20, 20. What, is that, what happens when we like... 20 is she the knows. ZC, so she knows. So that's actually one fail. Thanks. God damn it. What? This is not my fault. <laughs> you didn't have to try fault. to deceive us. You knew my passive insight was high. Can um, I do something similar where I try to persuade everyone to keep morale up? Because I have a plus eight in persuasion. Or uh, does someone have a better idea? So we have to do it. We have to get another one. Yeah, you have four successes. You need right. one more. So we just need one more. Um, My best is persuasion. So all of mine are pretty. Oh wait. Oh wait. I didn't add my thing yet. What? My five for deception. Oh my god. You're plus five on your skills? Yeah, so I didn't. So that I would have been 25. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. So we all believe your story. <laughs> We're like, wow. Okay. So, uh, so that is five I'm a really good liar, guys. Um, so you guys um, make it through the large tunnel in the cave that's leading down. Uh, this whole journey took probably about two hours to get down deeper. As we come out, um, go ahead and make more constitution saving throws, the three of you. Still at advantage? Yeah, because your resistance is still there. I was thinking of that song too. Cause 22. 22? 17. 17. 14. 14. Okay, you guys are good. Um, you're able to kind of push it off still. It's uncomfortable, but not enough to wear you down any. Not enough to wear you down, or not enough to wear you down any more than mm-hmm. you already are. Okay. Um, <laughs> Thanks for that. <laughs> So, um, as you come out of this cave now, you're standing, um, it kind of widens out. Um, and you're standing kind of like on this bank of obsidian where you see this stream of lava that's kind of bubbling up and pouring out. It's about um, 60 feet across, um, kind of stopping you from reaching another tunnel on the other side. Oh, fuck. How far across is it? Sorry. 60. Oh. And drop a gold coin and make some more watch it now. Oh, oh my god. A um, gold coin. That was cool. You could have dropped a copper. <laughs> I can't fly so over it, but I'm scared to attempt to carry it anyway <laughs> no. because I'm not strong. 
I can polymorph and then you can probably hit, carry yeah. me. Lyle, how did they get across? I could. Oh, can I look for how they got across? Sure. I could. Okay, um, check with that, sorry. Survival. Survival. Dimension door. Someone across. Not that I could carry others. I can do nothing in this situation besides rely on yeah. my party. 27. To well, maybe they got like. There's like a bigger um, somewhere so they have 27. Uh, you watch the tracks that you've been following. Um, they just go in. Yeah, so they, you come out from the same. Um, how does the alphabet work? E, F. A, B, C, D, E, F, G. There we go. That's the one I need. Yeah, that's the one I need. That was the one I need. Yeah, um, so you watch the tracks go up to the lava and then just. Go in. Yeah. Oh, great. So they across. just went straight into the lobby. We well, can't do that. Really <laughs> we could. We just wouldn't make it. Um, <laughs> wouldn't make it very far. That would be fun. I can just polymorph and fly everybody across. How? Wait, what's your strength? As Ave plus one. I mean, I think. A 13. <laughs> I don't. I, I, think, I think you could carry one at a time, couldn't you? I don't know. Can I? Well, I, especially like I really jump on. I can his heavy armor. I can. Pull, I can dimension door him across. Well, if I just polymorph, I can just take you all across, and then you won't have to waste any magical energy. But then you're wasting magical energy. Just one though. Mm-hmm. I would only be wasting one. But if I do it, you don't have to, because I'm polymorphing. I can fly everybody across if I polymorph, and you won't have to use dimension door. Go ahead. It just okay. I'm gonna fly morph into a giant eagle and, okay. and fly everybody across. Okay. Yeah, that's easy enough to do. Um, what's this? This strength on the giant eagle? I'm not too worried about it because you did it at the dragon cave. But yeah. You said so I could carry two us. at a time. I I can only two at a time. Some of us got out of the dragon cave. <laughs> yeah. Some of us were like. Okay, it's not that big a deal. He did it in the dragon cave. Okay. Um, so yeah, uh, you're able to help everyone get across. Um, and as you uh, touch down on the other side, um, you see another tunnel that goes down a little bit further. But um, this one is not near as long as the two-hour tunnel that you traversed. Mm-hmm. Um, this one is about um, like 40 or 50 feet. And you can see kind of like a flickering of light at the end of this tunnel. Like fire? The way fire yeah. Is? The way that fire flickers. Yeah. Um, does it look like normal fire, enchanted fire? Okay. I will. Okay. I, uh, you, guys, you might not have been listening, but I, with my check, I, I sensed a divine and elemental magic deeper in the mm-hmm. volcano. Uh, the Phoenix. Yeah. The Phoenix probably is. Elemental um, magic. Yeah. I guess I'll like go ahead and check it out. Like, sneak, 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 sneak out. Okay, <laughs> so make a make a stealth check. I'll wow. go with still at advantage. Oh wait, back here. Yeah. 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 And then you can make it. If you're gonna go to Elena, then you can do stealth I'll just as well. Wait for the Don't we still have a natural twenty? Nice. So two. About thirty-three. What's your total? 20. I'm just curious. Oh. Is that what your pass? Oh, pass without a trace is yeah, only Yeah, it's hour. only hours. So wore off. So there's no plus 10 on it. Oh. 
That was Daxel Classic. Sorry, hold on for math. Uh, well, you got 38, right? So minus 10 is 28. Oh, yeah. Minus um, 10? Regardless, that's still super high. Because oh, yeah, because we don't have the pass. Yeah. 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 So, um, oh, wait, it was 23. Sorry, not 38. 23. Okay, so you, um, the two of you, Elena, while uh, skipped <coughs> down, um, kind of hanging into the shadows that are the, like the oblong shadows cast by the flickering firelight. And then as you um, make your way down and can kind of see into um, this room a little more, you see um, a number of creatures. There's about um, 13 creatures in total here. Um, none of them look to be a giant firebird. Oh. So there's no phoenix here. Oh, um, but you also see so those effigies that were placed kind of throughout the hallway and stuff like that. You see a number of them. Um, six. So there's. It looks like there's um, like kind of like a circular room here, and then another passageway beyond. Um, there are six of these effigies. Uh, three of them on either side of the passageway leading deeper in. Um, the creatures that you see here um, are large, uh, kind of like humanoid snakes. So they have like their tails that slither along and then their bodies that hold up and arms that come off and uh, angular kind of pointed heads with faces and these uh, like purples and reds kind of frills coming off of their of their heads. So. Oh, that is one ugly looking little thing. Yeah. And then um, the other creatures that you see are more humanoid than these. They actually have like arms and legs. Um, and they have uh, they look like like lizards. Like if you took like a, like a newt and stood it up on two legs and grew it to be human size. Um, and they have um, like long tails and really long necks with these uh, narrow faces. Um, two eyes kind of like on either side so it looks like they look more to the sides of them than necessarily directly ahead. Um, their skin is orange but kind of translucent you can see inside of their bodies. And inside their bodies, you see like yellow pulsing veins and uh, rib cages. Um, almost like, you know like in cartoons when it like electrifies someone and you can like see their skeleton inside of their bodies? It's like that, but instead of like blue and white with electricity, it's like red and orange for fire. Uh, so you see these. Oh, but it's so cute. Lizards have been sitting there and they have like Obsidian shields and blades on their heads as well. Um, How many are there? Sorry. So there are uh, 15 creatures total in this room. Um, eight of the of the lizards, and then seven of the snakes. Are they speaking? Yeah. So the language that they're speaking sounds like the hiss and snap of burning wood. Um, That's cool. So they, they do look to, yeah they do seem to, they do seem to be conversing, but it's definitely um, it sounds more like you just set a campfire than any language you've ever heard. Do you have tongues? Yeah. 
So that's what you guys see, and they don't notice you because of your um, stealth checks. But it looks like, you know, some of them are eating, uh, some of them are just chatting. They're just kind of chilling out. Okay. But they all seem to have weapons on them. You make your way back up the 50 foot tunnel um, to the rest of the Revengers. To be quiet. And can we relay them what's explain everything that we just saw and then maybe sneak back? So there's like 15 of them, but we gotta be sneaky. You guys ready? I don't know what they're saying. I don't know if we should even try to like figure that out. I, I mean, they seem. If they have weapons on them, like you said, I don't know if they're going to be super open to like a negotiation. Well, at least traps were set pretty recently. Yeah. Like, I think they know that we're coming. Should we and keep one alive? Maybe they know where the phoenix is. Yeah, let's maybe like try and keep one alive. Okay. Sounds good. Alright, let's go. Cool. So we're sneaking back. Yeah, so everyone go ahead and make stealth I'm going to cast Pat. Can I cast that again? You can cast it again. I'll cast it now. Sure. Oh yeah, can we cast, I'm going to cast, um, oh, Jesus, <laughs> you're dead, I'm glad, I didn't roll great again, 16, 28, 28, 27, what is your and from the cloak. And from the cloak. The cloak adds some, and then the animals. I know, I'm not in the profession of that. I could have out a bunch of miniatures here, so. I'm going to cast tongues on my sails. Like right now? Yeah. How long does it last? An hour. So, they're going to be dead in like two minutes. I just want to hear them scream if you kill them. Jesus. Oh my god. I mean, you could probably do that without knowing their language. Yeah, but I want to hear them say things. Like, like oh no! My love, I'm so sorry! And I'll be like, oh no, I'm so sorry, I have to kill you now. And you could be with them. What, who, like, do we want to keep one of the. I'm guessing we should keep one of the lizard things alive, not one of the snakes. And then you can ask them questions. I think we should so, just keep whatever's left. Is the snake thing scary? <laughs> <laughs> and then I have Zone of Truth because that's what I used on Diana when you were playing. Playing. <laughs> 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 when we were chilling, <coughs> hanging out. I want to cast a spiritual weapon, but I think I want to cast it like for the only last minute. So I want to cast it like right before. <clears throat> oh, did you finally find everything you needed? Yeah, well, I just had to, I had to count off the oh my God. Take, your, take your time. And then in, because I don't necessarily have, like, fire new and cell in my pictures, so I just kind of have to make two. So now I have to write down the music. So I can keep track of this stuff. 
So feel free to talk. This reminds me of the scene in the Percy Jackson books in Battle of the Labyrinth when they're sneaking into the forge and Percy and Emma have their first kiss. And one of my favorite scenes. <laughs> How does this remind you of Because that? they're sneaking in and the, it's like in a volcano. Which one? And like yeah, they have I to remember. sneak in and hide. Like Percy that's Jackson. just like the vibe I'm getting. Like obviously I no one's getting Percy kissed, Jackson. but. I'm not I don't get but there weren't fire newts and fire salmon. But there were those motherfuckers that were trying to build that weapon for Kronos. I don't remember what they were. It's been a long time since I so it. So, I'm rewriting Americana by Halsey. So, so far I have... We are the new Akana. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Fucking shit up in Yuzumana. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Yeah, that's just what it, like, the vibe I'm getting from it, you know? Sounds I'll get, I'll, It'll be I'll our same vibe. <laughs> I am thinking like this kind of reminds me. Um, yeah, like this is like reminding me of like when they invaded the Fire Nation, you know, when they went in. Oh like, yes. And it's also, also yeah, or when Frodo lost his finger, you know. Anything that happens in a volcano, this is reminds me. Everything. It doesn't remind me of any of those because it's completely different. <laughs> it reminds me of in Mario. Oh. <laughs> in the what's yeah. like the one in the basement, and then uh-huh. you have to go into the volcano to get one of the stars. <laughs> you know? Uh, yeah, yeah. You know. It also, I think, reminds me of that just because, like, they had to go through the labyrinth to get into the volcano, so they were going through all the tunnels and like there were traps and stuff. And I think there was actually something they had to jump jump over to get there. I don't know. Yeah, Mario's gonna drive by in his little car really fast. I can see that. Yeah. Just saying, it's not a big space. For like 15 Ooh, this also reminds me of Dragon Age Inquisition. There's a part where you have to go into a volcano. Fight I started that game, but I've not gotten very far in it. I think the it's raining outside. I can't tell. Well, there's a flood warning. I don't know which one I have. It started like yesterday and I was just going into like this evening. See, the yeah. fun thing is like we've been doing it. You can be. I think it's partially because it got an uh, elf warm so quickly. It's all part of like the plants that are in the woods all the time. Now I want to like reread the Percy Jackson books. I'm gonna do that. I've never read them, but I want to. They're what? So You've never good. read them? Yeah. Oh, they're, they're so, so good. good. They're, you Did you say you love them? To read Heroes of Olympus. My younger brother wants well, to read all. It's okay. I, I, I did not like it. I liked Heroes of it's Olympus. It's not as good as Percy Jackson. None of the other stuff he wrote is as good as Percy Jackson, except maybe so. Kane Chronicles, because Kane Chronicles was awesome. Mm-hmm. I was not ready to dislike Heroes of Olympus. I didn't like what they did with any of the characters except for, um, what was his name? Nico? Nico. I love Nico. Nico's yeah. my favorite. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> is it Nico the one that was frozen in the tree or something? No, that's Delia. Nico is the one who, uh, they were in the kitchen. He hasn't seen, he hasn't read any of the books. Never mind. You know that you have 16 bad guys up Just saying, I think Rick Riordan is much better adding on to his world than Jake. I count 16. I say that as a massive Harry Potter fan. I think he's done better. I love. Well, I've been Harry Potter. Fourteen, fifteen. Yep. J.K. Rowling is just not as okay. good because he adds on no. to his world uh-uh. so much better. No. Hard, hard pass. Hard pass. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So as you guys um, 
sneak yeah. and take all of Who is standing where in the hallway? Because it's only 10 feet wide. Yeah. So. yeah. It was Lila, 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 then me and Diana, and then Louise. Okay, so we'll just keep the same marching yeah. order there? Yeah. Great. I think that's fine. Roll initiative. Oh, they're also cute. Yeah, so let's roll initiative. Did you get a surprise round? Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. I just don't even remember. It's hard to remember. Well, that was that was great. Oh. Very that, proud that of was decent for me. Here. Okay, twenty to twenty-five. Twenty-two. Twenty. Okay. Oh. Fifteen. Fifteen. Fifteen to twenty. Uh, ten to fifteen. Twelve. Thirteen. Okay. <laughs> Six is Libby. <laughs> um, I was like, if they got less than a four, I read this article or like watched this video. Um, it was Matt Colville, who's a super cool DM. Um, but he was talking about this idea for initiative where you like re-roll your initiative every round. No, oh. I, like, that seems complicated. Oh, it, it would take a lot of work. We're not, I'm not. We're not going to do it. But I was just like, oh, that's kind of interesting. Yeah, um, it would take because it, it represents ever. like you know like the ever changing yeah. of oh battle. But that's like a lot to keep track of. Um, so okay, so, like just so you guys get um, a surprise round. So we'll go through just like in the initiative order, but um, we'll skip the bad guys for yeah. this turn. Ave, you're first. Okay. So gonna... you let me kind of describe okay, sure, this. Sure. <laughs> let me describe <laughs> this. Yeah, I, I got your hopes up and then cut them down. Um, so you are coming down in this narrow um, 10 foot wide hallway that expands into this, um, not super large, but it is um, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, 55, 60, like 65 foot long, and 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45. So about 60 by 45 um, uh, alcove, full of these salamanders and fire mutes. Um, and uh, they have like a little campfire in the middle. Um, and there are the effigies along the wall on the other side of the pathway that's across on the far end of you. So, okay. what would you like to do? I'm going to cast Ice Storm. And it's a 20 foot radius, so it's got 40 foot diameter. And I want to get these guys off. Okay. Which I'm pretty sure I can. I think you can too. And, I, and also the campfire, because I want to extinguish it. Okay. <laughs> For flavor. This would be a dick. Well, I don't know if they can I like use get, it like, to do some like fire bending shit or something. So I just cool. wanted to extinguish it. Cool. Just okay. So are, am I making saving throws? Okay. You could get probably like almost the entire room with a forty foot radius. Yeah, you can get like this whole half of it. 
Okay. For everyone else. Because, I mean, it's 50 across. Well, it turns into um, Wait, it's difficult foot. terrain as it's going. And so I, I only wanted to do... Like, if I do all of them, then, like, fighters like Elena won't be able to get in close with their swords and stuff because it'll be difficult terrain. Um, hold on. So that was kind of my plan. I mean, for you, I don't think you get difficult terrain. Um, that's while you're, while you're, like, tracking. Oh, okay. But, yeah, so so you can get this whole chunk and then you can get that guy too if you want. Yeah. Okay. I'll do that. Yeah, 40 foot radius, that would be then. Okay. It's a 40 foot diameter. So there's a natural Sorry. one on this guy. Cool. It's dead. <laughs> it doesn't do a lot of damage, but. We'll go ahead and roll your damage. Okay. And then I'm going to apply that as I go. Okay, so that's. So I can keep track six, of it. 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 9, 19, 22. 22. So um, 44 damage on him. Because he failed, yeah, so he's failed. gone. Yeah. Um, and then let me roll for that guy. Not great. Uh, that's 10. The DC is 18. Yeah, the DC is 18. So he definitely fails, and he actually has vulnerability. So he'll take 44. Bye. <laughs> which will kill him. That guy. Um, is that a rock shot? Yeah. Awesome. Um, that is uh, 19, so he'll take half, so he'll take 11. 11. So, math. Okay, got it. And then that guy. That's a 20. So he'll take 11, 11, which is still not great for him. <laughs> oh, I'm rolling pretty well. There's an 18 on 11. that one. That guy got an 8, so he'll take the full 22, mm-hmm. which will kill him. Yeah, they're not super strong. No, they're not super strong. Well, there's 15 of them. Jesus. That guy, there's a, um, who is that guy? Okay, he's there. That's a 19, that's a 20. 11. So he'll take 11. And then that guy got a 15, so he'll take the full 22, mm-hmm. which I need to do math on that one because that's different. 11. Jeez. Okay, so that guy's still up. And then the other guy got two, so he'll take 22 as well. So you killed um, two of the fire newts mm-hmm. and one of the salamanders. Nice. Which one was like vulnerable to. The, the salamanders are vulnerable the salamanders. to cold damage. To cold damage? Yeah. Okay. Okay. And is the campfire gone? Yeah, the campfire is gone. I just said that. Let me erase it. Okay. Yeah, so... And then one, two, three, four, five, six of the other uh, baddies that are out there have been uh, pretty badly hurt. Um, that was Ave Elena. Um, 
Alright. I am just gonna run in. <laughs> Get right up in there. Come around the corner up to one of the fire newts. Yep, with my life drinking long blade with two hands. It's a 28. Uh, yeah, definitely hits. Um, so that's. Yeah, three necrotic damage and then two. So, what's the total? So, 12 total. 12 total. Okay. Um, you run up with your life drinker longsword, slash across the chest of the fire nuke. Um, another attack? Yeah. I forgot. <laughs> it's a one. A one. Uh, swing back with your sword again, and he manages to deflect it off his obsidian shield. Um, but you've opened up a gash in his wizard, kind of like rubbery, lizard-like skin. Why? Okay. Um, so, sorry. Okay, so I'm going to target this one. This guy. This guy? Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm going to shoot at it with my longbow, and I'm also going to cast Ice Knife with that. Okay. Great. So you pull back, charge it up with Ice Knife. So the way that that works is it'll just go like the spell. So you'll... Everything within five feet. So she'll get the two bad guys, but Lena's ten feet away. Yeah, Lena's fine. Get her. Yeah, so uh, go ahead and I think... I think it's a death save. Yeah, it's a death save. Yeah, it's a Sorry, death save. I forgot to say that. Yeah, so you'll, you'll shoot at him first because yeah. Ice Knife targets a single guy first. And I still like get the damage for shooting at him too with the arrow, right? Um, no, it'll just be... But the spell has damage for when you first hit the okay. guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, it's been a yeah, so just just read the ice knife spell and we'll just do it that way. You create a shard of ice and fling it at one creature within range, make a range spell attack against the target. Yeah. Okay. So roll with your d20 to hit him with your arrow stats first, and then instead of doing the arrow damage, you'll do the okay. spell damage. Yeah. Okay. 17? Uh, yeah, that hits. Okay. So he takes 1d10 piercing damage. That's a 9. Which doubles to. Oh, he's a fire dude, so he's not. To it. So it's nine damage. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, nine. Okay. And then he is going to. They need to do dexterity saving throws. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And, and then. There. And then this other stuff happens. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Ooh, not great. Not great. So we had um, a four, a five, and a natural twenty. <clears throat> okay. Um, so those two fell on the moon, like, at the natural time, they're obviously fine. Yeah. And so the two that failed, they take 2d6 cold damage. Will the other guy take half? No. No. Okay. So, yeah, they take four. Four, okay. And then I just have to make Great. Let me write down my damage first. So that guy looks super weak as you pull back and shoot the shard of ice at him, stabs into his chest, and then bursts, um, spraying ice into the other uh, fire nudes around him. Um, he looks really rough, and that guy was rough to begin with because of how much damage was the 
It was four, yes, right? Yes, Okay. Um, so the one that Elena had hit previously looks like he's barely hanging on. He's on his last leg. Um, and then he also took nine from the like actual hit. Yeah, from the first guy. Yeah. yeah, I have that. Okay, cool. And then I'm going to do a second attack, and I'm going to go for this one right here. Okay, so that guy's another fire dude. Yeah, and I'm going to just shoot it with my bow. Okay. 16? Uh, just hits. Okay, cool. So it's going to take... So it's going to take uh, seven points of piercing damage and then five points of cold damage. Okay. And then, oh, no. So you, um, from where you're standing in the edge of the cave, you shoot out your ice knife, detonate it on that group of three fire newts, then turn and fire at one of the ones that have been hit in the ice storm, and your uh, icy arrow takes it in the chest, uh, killing it as it falls dead on the floor. And then I'm going to use my horde breaker, and um, on once of each of my turns, I can make another attack with the same weapon against a different creature that is within five feet of the original target and within range of Okay, five. great, so yeah. So you can shoot the fire that was next to the one you just killed. And I'm going to shoot it, you know, zaps that, while it doesn't really move. Uh, 21. Yeah, that hits. So it's going to take... Seven points of piercing damage and then seven points of cold damage. Okay, uh, that one dies as well. So you pull out, kill the one, and then rapid fire a second arrow at the one next to it, killing two fire dudes. And where is it difficult terrain? Like, where does it start? It's like in a. It's like here. I'm gonna move. Let me let me draw it on the map real quick. There we go. So in that little area there, it's about half the room. I just want to move like to this corner, so I'm out of the way. Okay, so you move up about ten feet, a little bit behind Elena there. Um, Diana. So I'm gonna move out of the way for Lippy, so I'll just move there. <laughs> so you're ten feet away from Lyle now on the other side of him. Um, geez, not a lot of what I can do is fire, <laughs> so I'll try to do a chaos bolt, <laughs> don't laugh at me, <laughs> so let's see. Who do you want to do that? I'll do it at the winged figurine. Okay. That guy is one of the salamanders. So, so he's vulnerable to cold damage if you can choose that one. 18 plus 8. I that think hits. that hits. Yeah. Yeah, it's behind. It's right there. It's such an occasion. I played myself. <laughs> Ooh, and I can choose cold damage. Great. So there's 6. Seven, eight, nine points of cold damage. Nine. And then that will double to 18, which leaves him looking uh, very rough. 
as you come running into the room and throw out this bolt of just kind of like this glob of energy that coalesces into a shard of ice and pierces into the heart of this uh, snake being like right in the shoulder of him. Um, and he reels back and he is so close to dead. That is my turn. Okay, and then because it's surprise round, we'll skip the bad guys and go to Libby. Um, so it's, it's, it's just, it's just count like around like so I could do like a cantrip and a bonus action? Or yeah, you like... get a full turn. Okay. Full turn on the surprise round. Five, ten. How much can I do again? I'm human. Okay. 30. Five, ten. Fifteen. Twenty. I see you. Twenty-five. Um, thirty. I see you head, uh, in the room, almost into the middle of it, ahead of uh, all your other party members. And how's everyone? How do they look? The one okay. I attacked is almost dead. This guy's close to dead. These two here by Elena are close to dead. Um, and then the three back here that were also in Ave's ice storm have all taken damage as well. And then the uh, three that are further back here on the left side have been untouched. Um, I'm going to yell. I'm going to be like, You have angered your deity, and we have been sent to cleanse you for your, um, your sins. sins. And then I'm going to cast Toll of the Dead on this one. Okay. Wisdom save? Yeah. So that's 11. So yeah, I'm sure he fails. fails. So that's 2d12. Um, which one are the d12s again? The ones that are almost d20s. Okay. The weird blocky ones. Uh, 7, 8, 9. 9 points of damage is yeah. exactly enough. Um, as you yell out in common, none of them understanding a word that you said. I cast oh, you cast them. So okay, yeah. okay, so they do understand. Um, that, again, that burning tongue kind of settles like a halo on top of your head. Yeah. You yell out, go ahead, you can make an intimidation check too to see how that goes. Um, but you hold out your hand and this dolorous bell kind of rings and uh, fire nuke that had been struck by the ice and the head falls over the head. Intimidation? Yeah. So 18. 18. <laughs> and then I'm, to add insult to injury. I'm also going to cast Spiritual Weapon, but I can choose what form it takes, so I'm going to have it take the form of a phoenix. And I'm going to cast it. Can it be... I thought it... Well, it says you create a floating spectral weapon within range that lasts for duration, blah, blah, blah. You can... Blah, 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 blah. Um, the weapon can take whatever form you choose. Yeah, I mean... Um, um, it says clerics of deities who are associated with a particular weapon make the spell's effect resemble that weapon. Yeah, Kari Payton made his, like, the... The bust the of, of the So yeah, I guess I'll ask yeah. the DM. I don't know. Like so, since yeah, no, it's picked a form, does it have to retain that form forever, or can no. I change it? Or? No, I mean you probably choose every time yeah, you cast the spell. So yeah, I'm just gonna find my little bird that I need to do it now. Where do you want to put it? I'm gonna put it in front of this one. Okay. So you uh, place your spiritual weapon of a little phoenix in front of the. Uh, one that Diana hit with the Chaos Bolt. Go ahead and attack with it. Uh, 19. Yeah, that hits. Okay. Um, 
Is this a D8? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> 11. 11 points of damage was also exactly enough. So as your, um, and it's radiant damage, right? Yeah. Yeah. So as you um, summon the uh, <coughs> little smaller form of the fire phoenix, it swoops in and rakes its claws against the salamander, ending its life. <laughs> Alright, top of the round. Uh, Abed, it's your turn again. Okay, I'm going to cast Erupting Earth. It's a 20 foot cube, and I want to get those three that are in the ice. Okay, so you can get the back three. That's one fire newt and two salamanders. They all need to make that saving throws. Okay. So I'll start with the fire newt. That's 10. And then the salamanders. Six and nineteen. Okay, so the one that took that did nineteen will take half damage. Okay. Ooh, that is pretty good. Um, so nineteen damage. Nineteen for damage. the normal ones, and then half of that for the guy that got that roll nineteen, and then it's like also becomes difficult terrain. So I think it's just extra difficult. <laughs> Extra difficult. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> so as you um, hold your hand out, and the obsidian starts to churn and bubble, erupting. Um, shards of obsidian kind of jut up and uh, stab into one of the sal- salamanders, killing it, and the fire and killing both of them. One of the salamanders that was struck managed to dodge and just get a cut opened up on him. Um, but you killed two of them that round. Would you want to move it off? Um, yeah, I'll move up like in between Diana. So you move up and joins Lyle and Diana. So the three of you standing in a line across the entrance of the of the cave there. Uh, anything else? Mm, no. All right. That's all I can do. Elena. Okay. I'm gonna move here so I can get both of them. All right. So you run up and move in between the two fire newts. Attack. Uh, Eighteen for both. Okay, are you doing one attack on each of them? Yeah. Okay. Um, should I just roll the damage separate then? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so we'll start with the one that had already been damaged. 14 damage. 14 damage. That's enough to kill the one that had taken ice knife damage. And you uh, stab your sword through the chest of the one fire dude, pull it around, and in the same motion as you draw it from the yeah. chest, whip around and slice across the chest of the uh, fire dude that's in next to you there. The cheeks. Wow. Okay. Um, I'm going to move up next to Libby. Okay, I have a question. So if I do conjure barrage, mm-hmm. however you say it. Um, each creature in a 60-foot cone must succeed in a dexterity saving throw. So if I do it from there, is it going to hit Elena? I don't think so. I don't think, so. think she just miss it. All right, so if we go like one, and then like one, two, one, two, three, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one,
Yeah, she's out of it. He's just in as a purple guy. So you can hit the yeah, four remaining bad guys and Miss Elena. That's what I was going for. Um, okay, so they need to do dexterity saving throws. Great. Are they even going to get a turn? Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> like us. They might not. Days. The salamanders are a little stronger. <laughs> The yeah, uh, the salamanders are stronger than the fire knights, and these remaining ones in the back there are all salamanders. There's only one fire newt, and it's the one in front of Elena. But these four salamanders will make their death saving throws. Uh, there's a critical fail on this guy here. So he takes double. Yeah, so we'll double it. Um, that's a 20, 18 plus 2 on that guy. Okay, so he succeeds. Jesus. There's a natural 1 on that guy. <laughs> <laughs> and then a 13 on that guy. He fails. Did they take half damage if they succeed? Yes, they yeah. take half damage if they succeed, and those two will take double. So 3 to 8. Not too bad. Thanks, guys. We cleaned up. <laughs> um, so 18. And. 18 doubled is 36. 36. Good. So 36 to the rescue, and then 9 to the one who so succeeded. So that guy got critical. Did I say this guy too? Yeah. Yes. Okay. And the one in between them succeeded, so he takes 9. And then this one still failed. This is our session where we prove to everyone that rangers are actually secretly killers. <laughs> Fuck yeah. So you pull back your arrow and fire it, and as you do, it uh, kind of just splits and forms uh, like a thousand different arrows yeah. and <laughs> stabs into the four. Um, one of them, the one that was in obvious conjuring uh, erupting earth, gets blasted back and just kind of like pinned Bad to the wall on the far end of the cavern. Like half of them wanted to. <laughs> um, the other one, the one that's uh, the closest to you, takes the brunt of them as well. Looks like they're like, he's like covered. You can barely see the salamander at this point. He's got so many little arrows pointing out of him. He is on the verge of death. Um, the one that uh, got the 20 and succeeded, kind of like, did like a matrix move, and but still there were just too many arrows, he couldn't get out of all of them, so he's got like six different arrows kind of poking out of him. And the one in the back um, kind of did the same, but he took, he's also looking pretty, pretty sturdy, but um, like almost bloody okay. on him there. I still have a little movement left, right? Yeah, yeah, because you moved 10 feet. Ten feet. Um, I just like to the side a little closer to it right now. Yeah, like right there. Okay. And then you're shoulder to shoulder with Elena there. Um, Diana. I'm going to cast Toll the Dead at the one that Elena's facing. Okay. The remaining fire new. So he's building a wisdom uh, save. 15 feet. God, natural one. <laughs> Fuck, shit. Good for us. <laughs> it's the curse. How did it get to me? I, I think I brought it to the table. Eighteen. Again, that dolorous bell rings, and you slay the remaining fire. And all that's left are three salamanders. 
and um, they now get their turn. It's their turn. For like, they're like fucking finally like. They've been paralyzed in fear this entire time. They're like, what, what? What the fuck just happened? (laughs) Well, 13, well, 12 of their closest friends now dead. Okay, that's just 30. They're just co-workers. (gasps) You can take one hit, it's fine. No. You'll be okay. okay. So the three salamanders will move up. um, Emotionally or physically. And (laughs) position themselves around Elena and Lyle. They're going to pull out spears. Elena, the first one's going to spear you. Um, uh, I'll try to do math. 13. No. And then he uh, misses with the spear. He'll, his tail will uh, whip around at you as well. That is 23. Yes. That will hit. That's going to be 11 bludgeoning damage and 7 fire damage. And you are grappled. Um, Until this grapple ends, the target is restrained. The salamander can automatically hit the target with its tail. Um, so you'll have to break out of that to be able to do anything. Lyle, the one by you, is going to attack with a spear first. That's going to be 23. And that is um, 9 points of piercing damage. points of fire damage. And then it's going to attack with its tail at you as well. But that is 11. That misses. So that would miss. Miss me with that shit. <laughs> <laughs> so it reaches up and stabs you with its spear, the tip of it kind of blazing fire, and then whips its tail around at you. You manage to like duck underneath the tail as it uh, cracks like a whip above your head. It was coming for my Oh, and it's got a 10-foot reach with its tail, so it, uh, the third one can actually reach Libby. Excuse me? So it's going to reach Excuse out with its tail at you, Libby. That is 17. No. 17. So as it lashes its tail, you hold up your shield and uh, deflect the tail <laughs> with your shield there. That is their turn. Libby, it's your turn. Um, do they look fierce? Fiendish? I'm guessing they're oh, elemental. Yeah, so we're on the elemental not. plane of fire. <laughs> <laughs> well, because I was asking because he mentioned earlier, he's like, wait, was that radiant damage? And I was like, yeah. Oh, I was just making sure it wasn't fire. Oh, okay. Because they're, they're immune uh, to fire damage. Okay. Um, <laughs> then I'm going to cast like, Toll the Dead on the one that hit me. Yeah, and okay. I'm going to be like, fuck yes. you, dick. Uh, it was almost a 15, but it rolled to a 7, so 7. Well, yes. So, <laughs> um, 2d12. Uh, 17. Nice. And that was that one. Yeah. 
17? Yeah. I'm trying to blow up his head. Um, still alive, but very close to dead. The ringing goes again, and he's, the salamander's kind of clutching its temples. Yeah. So um, he doesn't look really good? He doesn't look good at all. I'm going to smile, and I'm going to look at the phoenix and motion it over. With the wiggle of your fingers, you gesture for your spiritual weapon to make its way over to the salamander. And I'm going to look at him. Yeah. It's an action. No, it's a bonus, bonus action. action. It's a bonus action. Oh, is it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah spiritual weapon's super cool because it's a bonus action. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and I'm going to look at it maybe. Bye-bye. I hope you hit it. Yeah, me Nine, too. I was going to say. 10, 11, 12, 22. That hits. Go ahead and roll damage. It better kill him. One point of damage. That's <laughs> right. I'm like, wow, that did nothing. Um... Cocky son of a bitch. <laughs> like a motherfucker. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Eleven points of damage. The phoenix comes over. Oh, can it take and, off his head? Uh, swipes up and its uh, talon claws <laughs> grab underneath the chin of the salamander, wrenching its head back and decapitating <laughs> its snake like head clattering on the ground. There are two salamanders left. Obviously, it's your turn. Um, this one here looks super fucked, the one right in front of Elena. Okay. And the one in front of Lyle still looks pretty good. Also, kill the one that's fucking me because I can't move. Yeah. <laughs> um, I thought I'm trying to estimate how many spell slots I have left and how many I'm probably going to need in the future. Probably all of them. Well, are we going to rest before the Phoenix? Like, I don't know. Um, <laughs> so I'll just cast Tidal Wave um, and hit both of them. Okay. So deck saves? I think so, yeah. There's a 6 and a 20. Not natural. Okay. So the one in front of Elena, the super weak one, got 6. And then the strong one in front of Lyle got 20. Okay. Well, this guy was a survivor. Yeah, he is. <laughs> he's a survivor. Goodbye. He knows. Jake, I dropped the dice under your chair. Um, I am not a fever servant. Okay. okay, so that is 16 points of damage, and then half yes. of that bottle of this as well. So, eight? And the one that failed is knocked prone, but I think he's dead. Well, he's knocked dead. Well, that also works. Um, so as you call down a uh, line of water, it crashes on the two salamanders, uh, killing the one, and then uh, the remaining one manages to keep his bearings and uh, stay standing. That's Ave, so Elena, you're next. Okay, I'm just going to turn around now yeah, that I'm free. Yeah, you feel the grip of the tail from the one loosen on you. And attack that one. Okay. So, 20 and 13. Um, yeah, both. The, the 13 misses, but the 20 hits. Okay. Nice. Kill that motherfucker. Jesus. Uh, you can double it, though, right? Because you got a 20. Or it wasn't that. It wasn't that. Oh, okay. Um, six. Or 10. Sorry, 10.2. 10 damage. Still holding on. As you basically out, you slash across. Um, I rolled shit. And cut across, like, the lower abdomen of the snake. And then come down with an overhand strike and just missed the side, kind of like knocks your blade out of the way with its spear. 
Okay. Lyle. Um, right in front of you. I'm gonna come at it with my short sword. I think I've used this like twice. Mm-hmm. I've never used this. Uh, <laughs> Eleven. Eleven misses. Okay, and then I'm gonna do that for my second attack too. Okay. Is, is So your first, as after it deflects Elena's blade, comes down and knocks your first attack out of the way. Um, it's going to take six points of damage. Six points of damage. And then after you get your short sword knocked away the first time, you come up and uh, stab into it. Um, it's lower abdomen again, where Elena cut across. Yeah, it's still alive. <laughs> what the hell? Just barely. Diana, it's up to you. Diana, kill it. <laughs> yeah, it's not looking good now. Um, it's not looking good now. No. But it's, it's not rough. Uh, I, I would consider it rough. <laughs> but then I'm not going to do what I'm going to do. Because you say you consider it rough. It's weak. It's not looking good. Weak like, like we could blow on it and it would be like... <laughs> well, I, like, I don't think it's magic missile weak is what I'm thinking. Try it. Do it. Just do see it. what happens. Do it. Do it. Okay, I'll cast Magic Missile at second level. Second level, okay. Because that way I get four darts. <laughs> Watch, the first one goes in. He's dead. <laughs> four, five, eight. Ten, so fourteen. Fourteen. Um, you hold out your hand, and the purple darts shoot out, and each of them punches into it, kind of piercing holes in this uh, snake-like yeah. flesh, and it falls dead yeah, on the ground. Suck it. So you have killed all the salamanders, all the fire newts in this cavern, and that's where we'll end this episode of Dungeon Stories. In the fire plane, making your way into the heart of a volcano. You forgot to leave one alive. Oh, well, no. <laughs> well, one room. I mean. Oh well, we'll figure it out. I was thinking that while you guys were killing the last one. I was one. like, oh, they said that they were gonna do that. We just, our eyes went like we're murder love bus. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. Uh, well, thanks for listening, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, yeah. Happy Easter. Like I said, it won't be for you, but it is for us. Uh, Game of Thrones and Dungeons and Dragons is a pretty good, pretty good Easter for us. Yep. Um, <laughs> Stoked. But yeah, so thanks, thanks for listening. The best way to help us out on this podcast is to share us with your friends and your family. Let people know about us, spread the word, um, and rate us high. That way, we start making appearances on charts and searches and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, thanks for listening. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Have a great day.